Welcome to the live edition once again of the yes. Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. You looked like you had something to say there. I thought. That yeah, well, I did. I did. Oh. That's what I was, I was angling for. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you uh, looked y- like you were. You're I thought you were cueing me, is what you're doing. No, I was just I looking at you, you like, because yeah. you're here, and yes. I'm here, and I can't see the people listening and watching, so yes. I generally look at you. Usually I look at you on the screen, but I just uh, wanted to look at you in person and say. You know, I'm more beautiful in person. Welcome I'm, I'm to told. the live edition, Bill. <laughs> Why, thank you, The Break Craig. the Bell and, Podcast. And welcome to the live edition as well. Thank you. Live from the Bell Tower, this is the Break the Bell Podcast. We are once again here um, streaming live because that's what we do every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So tell your friends, tell yes. your neighbors, tell your relatives. Um, if we want to talk to you. We do. We really do. Um, we want to hear from you. We want to see your comments hear your comments what what have you i should leave like a like a space where people can leave voice messages so if they don't cool. want to call in we and can just play leave their, a message yeah then cool. we can play their voice messages during the the who was it stream. um oh wasn't it uh I, I don't i mean this is a long time ago back when i was like like full-on republican mm-hmm. i would listen to hannity and he would have messages from people calling to just like chewing them out did, like, he, did he interrupt those two <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm going to cut hey, you off hey, right hey, there. Hey, Hannity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah You're yeah. in New Jersey? I, I love New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cut you off. It's like, Sean, yeah. Sean, uh, it's a recording. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to interrupt you, him. You can't. You can't. You, you, can't. Can, you can just pause it if you want, yeah. but you don't have to interrupt him. He used to drive me insane. <laughs> yeah, um, everything about him drives yes, me insane. Yes, me too. I, I, yeah. I still listen to a little bit to Michael <clears> Savage, <throat> even though okay. during the Trump days he kind of irritated me. Yeah. But, but um, I still, he still has something interesting to listen to. But okay. mostly, I just focus on podcasts. I stay away yeah. from the talk radio. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. Even though that's what sparked my interest in all of this, like live stream or podcasting or yeah. anything, was initially from talk radio. Because believe it or not, at one point I had interest in becoming a talk radio host. I never saw it happening because yeah. just, just <laughs> the right. amount of work it would take to get on the radio. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like I have. A name for radio. I'd have to come up with like a yeah, like a radio right. name because yeah. my name I'm just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Bill Filter at least like rolls yeah. off your tongue. Mine is just one syllable words. Craig Smolt. It just it's yeah. like this is Craig Smolt. Yeah, it, but, it but just it's the dies. way you say it though. It a, dies. Craig Smolt here. I, I guess if I had you see, introing me, maybe yeah, I'd be better. But yeah. Bill Filter! No, see? There, there, it just doesn't. I mean, it sounds like a wrestling introduction. Yeah. But I always thought if I had a show, I'd call it like... Uh, Filtered view or something, or unfiltered. Unfiltered, or unfiltered. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I think my brother had said you should do a spinoff program when we started this called Bill Unfiltered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that would be sweet. It, it would. So maybe he's um, speaking directly <laughs> to you. Here we are. Sorry to get off on that tangent. That's yes. what we do. It's our fucking show. We can go off on t- side tangents if we want. I mean, that's the the beauty of having our own show yes. is if we want to derail ourselves immediately, we can do that. We can do that, yes. and nobody's going to sit there with a button and be like, "You guys are cut <laughs> off." Yeah. I mean, we don't have like big time sponsor like no. giant sponsors that are like, "You can't talk about that." The sponsors we have are people that support free speech exactly. anyway so they're like they're like please say whatever the hell you yeah, want exactly. to we're not gonna stop you so like like speaking of our sponsors um one in particular is what are you doing i was pulling up the show uh you could mute that i, I mean i, I can hear it live we're talking live <laughs> I, I don't need to hear it through you. yes back to our sponsors uh that promote free speech um the the official coffee of 
the Break the Bell podcast, as we say every week, is run your mouth coffee. They support free speech. They, If they are listening, they would probably be like, dude, run your mouth all you want, yeah. because that's literally the name of their product is yeah. run your mouth coffee. So they support us just running exactly. our gums the way we are right now. Um, go to rymcoffee.com and uh, sign up to get coffee, fresh coffee shipped directly to your door. They are promoters of free speech, promoters of... Um, all the constitutional freedoms. They're big uh, libertarian guys. Uh, it's it's ran by John Odermatt of the Lines of Liberty podcast and Matt Pangy of Homestead and Homeschools podcast. Check them out everywhere. Support them. Support their business. Run your mouth coffee because, once again, support businesses that support free speech because it's hard yeah. to find them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and it, it really is a high-quality coffee. It is. It, it, it tastes really good. It is. It's definitely fresh and... Um, uh, really quick turnaround shipping. So, yeah. um, if if you mention that we sent you by using the promo code "break the bell" all one word, "break the bell," no spaces, you will get ten percent off your order plus free shipping on that yeah. that order. So, who who doesn't like discounts? Um, tell them we sent you, and you'll get that discount, and then you'll get to enjoy delicious yeah. free speech and, loving and coffee. And we need to get some more because I miss saying. Uh, Ah, that tastes like freedom. Uh, I am due for a new order, so yes. I'm gonna have to have to hit John up for for some more coffee. So yeah. um, we, maybe we'll have that by next week or within the next couple of weeks. We'll have a, a have a fresh order, a fresh batch of Run Your Mouth Coffee. That's rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you with the promo code Break the Bell. That's it. Yes. Break. Not break. Uh, Run Your Mouth Coffee. There yes. you go. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, we have some things to talk about this week, and we've kind of been pushing this topic off right for a few weeks because things just keep popping up. Yeah, there's, there, I mean, there's been a, a lot of, uh, you know, well, the shootings, mm -hmm. a lot of gun crap, um, which we've tend to been coming back to a lot of. Fortunately, yeah. uh, you know, maybe this is a nice break. Yeah, not yeah. talking about guns. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it might it might end up getting brought up in this conversation that's just true. because that's what we like to talk about. Yeah. Um, however, this week and and we've had some really good guests in the last month we too. Really have. So yeah. th this week we've decided this is the week we are going to talk about the border crisis. <gasps> Yes. And, and we and might get kicked off YouTube for just calling it a crisis. And, but this is a real crisis. This isn't like coronavirus crisis or like climate change crisis. This, this is, is like an, an, an actual, actual thing. Like affecting humans directly, yeah. crisis immediately, yeah. crisis. And, and, and it, it really pisses me off, to be honest. What pisses me off, and we're going to talk about this more once we get into it, is the fact that they are refusing, not just refusing, but pushing this fact that it's not a crisis. It's not yeah. actually a crisis. Like they're they're they are backpedaling on some things that Biden has actually called it a crisis. Right. They're doing going out of the way, hands down, to not call this a crisis because they don't yeah. want it to be this big ordeal that people are pointing back on as a failure of yeah. Biden's right. first uh, couple months in office. Yeah. So we're gonna get into that though. Yes. Um. Once we get past the intro, before we get to the intro, we gotta mention. Social media, because that's how we get our name around. Even though all of us, we we hate social. I hate social media. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's you like talking. You like talking shit on social. I do. Media. You know, and I haven't done that in a while. I, I think I kind of been what taking happened? a little break. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. just well, does it feel good though? Uh, or is that your break? stress? Is that your stress? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where things are so fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's like 
I, I get enough of it perusing the headlines, and it's like I'm just tired of dealing with people because people are so they're so ignorant mm-hmm. and, and and they're so blinded by the media. Yeah, it, it, it's like talking to a, a wall. It is. And, it really is. And it, you're not changing anybody's no, opinion. No, you're not. You're not. It doesn't matter how much you like try to drill things into people's yeah, head. It's just right. like and, well, and before I used to do it just because I don't know. It was just fun, but you just like to piss people off. Exactly, I like <laughs> to piss people off. But now I'm at the point where it's like, you know, I, I just uh, I don't have time for it right now. No, not <laughs> at all. I mean, there's so much more on our plates yeah. right now, more things to worry about yeah. than than arguing with somebody that doesn't right. that all they want to do is spit yeah. out the you, talking. You points. really want to get your cackles up though. <clears throat> Read like about the shootings mm-hmm. from like a foreign website. Yeah, BBC Al Jazeera, and watch read the comments. Really, and how many people slam the United States for their obsession with guns? Well, I I mean I will own up to it. I'm obsessed with guns. My well, wife says I have. My wife says I have a, a problem. My kids. I called my daughter a hoarder the other day when I was helping her <laughs> clean her room, and she's like. I'm not a hoarder. Have you seen how much ammo you have? And you keep buying more. I was like, that's not hoarding. Like, someday you're going to be glad I have yeah. my ammo. I'm like, that's not hoarding. That's yeah. stocking. There's <laughs> <Exactly>. a difference. <laughs> and it's very organized. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there, there we go, getting off on guns. What yes. the hell? <laughs> social media. Yes. Check us out all over social media. We're all over. Um, if you think of a place that we're not, let us know, and we'll probably get there. We yeah. are on... Uh, Facebook, obviously, we have our Facebook page, our Facebook forum where you can come join the conversation, which is just called the Break the Bell Forum. So if you search Break the Bell Forum, you can find it. You can send a request to get in, and if we don't think you look like some prince from Nairobi that's trying to give us their inheritance, then we'll most likely let you in. Yeah. Um, also, we're on MeWe, we're on uh, Twitter, we're on Instagram, we are on the the new antinewslive.com, which is social media platform created by my brother of the System is Down podcast, which also supports free speech, which, yeah. again, as we always say, support companies that support free speech. Get in there. Check that out. It's just like all the other social media platforms, only you're actually not kicked off for saying things yeah. that you want yeah. to say, unless you're a, a total dick. That I think that's the only rule is just don't be a dick. Uh, yes, so don't be a dick and you and the, the platinum rule. Yeah, it's it's the it's the don't rule. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I mean, there there's being kind of an asshole and then there's being just a straight up dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. That's my that's my motto in life, really. We should you get can, you a t shirt that says that. We should have break the bell t shirts that just say says, don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. <laughs> the cardinal rule. Don't be a dick. So there's that platform. That's antinewslive.com. All one word, obviously. Um, I think I actually set up a uh, a TikTok page at one point. I never did anything with it. I just was that would to, be interesting. I I, I was going to possibly release clips of the podcast episodes on it. I just haven't got the time to do that yet. Yeah. I did create the plat the page. I just haven't done anything with it. So okay. someday maybe we'll be maybe if maybe we need to hire like some like Generation Z <laughs> like some like. 18-year-old kid to run our TikTok page because I have no desire to do it. I just I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. I, I don't either. So maybe maybe that'll happen. If you can think of anything else, hit us up. We'll try to get there. Otherwise, hit up all these other uh, platforms, social media platforms. Share us around. Mm-hmm. Smack it. Smack that like, like and share button. I still haven't got that sound clip yet of the... The kid, the Twisted T kid. There's takes. a couple ideas that we we've come up with that we we haven't carried through. I know we need to follow through. We do. Better. One of them was the uh, the uh, 
the bullshit meter. Yeah, we still haven't yeah. done that yet. I, I'm going to work on that this week. All right, you work on that. I'll work on the soundbite for the smack it. Smack smack that like and share button because that's how our name gets out there. Yes. Otherwise, I think we're ready to get into the show. Let's do it. We have bullshitted enough. We have a little it's, bit more than usual, actually. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. It is time to get <clears> into the show. So right after this intro video, we'll jump right into this crisis at the border. So we'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What'd you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And as always, we're back. We're back. Yes. I, I almost feel like going into this, we need one of those. Uh, I don't know. Did they have these? Um, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but you know, like when they're going into like some special report, you know, like din 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 din. din crisis at the border we need or or just that the whole the old school news like like the breaking news yeah 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 this is ted koppel we don't have that voice though we don't we i i think we need to bring back the the news voice yeah the voice of like walter cronkite news yeah. I mean, why don't news reporters do that anymore? I know. They don't have good voices anymore. I think that stemmed from the old, like, the Gosh. way the audio was, that they had to, like, have that nasally tone yeah. to kind of... Yeah. You know how, like, um, um, AM radio sounds, that, yeah. like, a little more nasally than... So to to pierce through some of that extra noise yeah. and that uh, those those tones, they had to yeah. have that. And some of them just didn't lose it when yeah. when we got to the modern day era, right? And yeah. there's still some female reporters that still attempt to do that. Really? It's like this is 2021; you don't yeah. have to do that yeah. anymore. Well, you still got this as Baba Waltas. Is she still doing it? I, is she I still think alive? So. Yeah. Huh? She left the View because she was like, "These, these bitches be crazy." <laughs> well, well, it's true; they are. They are crazy. Yes, yes. You know who I still like though is Dan Rather. I, well, I I like him for nostalgic sake. I subscribe to his like Facebook, and his shit drives me crazy. He's so freaking liberal. All right, all right. I I haven't listened to yeah. him no, in you're a very n- long time, yeah. so I'm probably not missing much. No. So, no. border crisis. The crisis at the border. We're yes. gonna call it what it is because we're not gonna tiptoe around this. It's be- jacked up. It is. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. I am not going to, for a second, say that this is a solely a. Joe Biden problem. Like no. I don't think he created this problem at no, all. But be, but he he's allowing it. Or yeah, he's uh, not not doing it, making it any better he's by being any a stretch. Pussy. And like I, I sent you a message. I'm like, 
he he's he's like the parent who who's afraid to be the bad guy, right? So he just yes. says yes all the time, and it's gonna get to the point where he's he's gonna not have a choice, and he's gonna do some shit, and then he's gonna blame it on somebody else. Oh right? yeah, yeah. He'll he's shut gonna... it down the border, and be like, oh, the, uh, Texas did that, and or uh, blame it on Trump. Well, Trump's policies yeah, right. created. Yeah, this I, I don't problem. have a choice. I have to follow through with this. Yeah, if it wasn't for Trump's bullshit policies, yeah. we want to, and that's what they're saying anyway. It's like, well, I was given this yeah. problem. Um, from Trump, which, like I said, I don't think no. he created it. He definitely inherited a problem, but he's he definitely did. exacerbated the problem. Yes. Yeah, and a lot of that stems from his all his freaking campaign promises. Right. Yeah, absolutely, slamming all of Trump's like policies, saying like, "Oh, kids in cages and and this border wall is racist and, and people are like, and blah yeah. blah blah." And people are like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. go." And you can say whatever you want that that's not what caused this, but yeah. that definitely made the problem worse. And yeah. plenty and, and, of people are saying it. And as we we'll see, I think what we've seen is it's a perfect storm mm-hmm. going on down there, and people are taking advantage of it, and and they're swarming. Yeah, and I, and, I, I, and I I do believe that this is an organized effort. I do too. So so um, first, let's talk about um, right off the bat, day one, Trump signed. All these executive orders. We've or talked Biden, about his exec—Biden, Biden, my bad. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wrong president. Yep. Is he even considered a former president anymore? Or <laughs> did, I think the history books have struck him Or do they scratch, scratch yeah, him yeah. from the books? He's one who shall not be named. I gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Biden, on day one, signed all these executive orders. We've talked about a lot of them, like pertaining to— um, like COVID and different right. things, yeah. mask mandates and yeah. minimum wage and all this fun bullshit— but we haven't really addressed the ones that he signed in regards to immigration. Right. So I wanted to talk about that first. Uh, this is from New York Times. So it's it's one of our favorite go-tos is the New York Times because it always <laughs> sides with what we agree with. Yeah, absolutely. Not we're, we're definitely ever, Times never. guys. But um, we're going to say see what they have to say about it. So this says Biden issues orders to dismantle Trump's America first immigration agenda. And this came out um, February, I think, February 2nd. So it says President Biden moved cautiously on Tuesday. So this was just a few days after he was inaugurated on the 20th. President Biden moved cautiously Tuesday to confront the most intractable immigration issue that his predecessor left behind. Reuniting migrant children separated from their families, rebuilding a working asylum system. How's that working? How's that working yeah. asylum system going it, now it, four months into it? Yeah, it, it actually it looks like something from um, the planet Krypton. Yeah, if you look at it with the <laughs> the isolated rooms all clear. I mean, it just is like people walking around in like these these spacesuits, and mm-hmm. it's like it's just bizarre to me. Yeah, so oh, he's going to rebuild a working asylum system. And restore opportunities for foreign workers and students to enter the country. As a candidate, Mr. Biden vowed to once again welcome immigrants to American shores by quickly rolling back hundreds of actions by President Donald J. Trump that were aimed at deporting immigrants and shutting the country off from those seeking work or refuge. So you can say all you want that his words didn't spark this freaking immigration uh, crisis at the border. Right. That's what they're saying now. That, that had nothing to do with it. But even the Times back on February 2nd said, as a candidate, he fa- yeah. he vowed to welcome immigrants. So as soon as you start making words like this, 
you don't think that's going to get people excited and like start right. rushing the border like yeah. they're doing right, right now? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That had something to do with it. You can't yeah. say it didn't. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, I think I had sent you an article that said at on January sixteenth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was what four, four days, days before he was before inauguration. inauguration. The caravans began assembling, lining to, up yep. to come to the border. Yeah. Yeah. They were. This says a trio of executive orders signed Tuesday reflect. A reimagining of America's place in the world after four years of Mr. Trump's America First vision. But administration officials and immigration advocates caution that will not happen immediately. So on one hand, they're promising big changes and letting being more promising and accommodating. And on the other hand, they did say that it's not going to happen immediately. So but do you think that? was the message conveyed yeah. to because the caravans that were waiting at the border? People in Honduras and Guatemala don't understand the American government when they say, this might not happen right away. They mean yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They don't understand they don't what, two weeks. how we understand the government yeah. being the red tape. expedited. Yes, yeah, yeah. They mean maybe, maybe in the next century yes. we'll have something changed. Correct. <laughs> Mr. Biden's government is wary of flinging open the border until it has rebuilt an asylum and refugee system that can process potentially large influxes of people. I don't think they understood the level of large influxes of people that there were going to be yeah. at this point because right, right now we are seeing— Fifteen-year records yeah. of people. I think they. I saw they caught. Uh, was it? Was it seventy-two thousand people just this this last month? Something like that. Yeah. At just one part of the border, I think, in like San Diego. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like the Tijuana area. Yeah. With thousands of migrants already living in squalor on the Mexican side of the border, a crisis could develop quickly. So the Times back then saw that it could yeah. develop into a crisis, yeah. but now. We can't call it a crisis right. yeah. because it's not. It, I'm surprised you're still able to find that article. <laughs> I know, me too. And that would be a nightmare for the new president this early in his term, which is what, it what is we said. a nightmare. And it is becoming. And the effort to locate parents and children separated in the summer of 2018 will take months, if not years. So his big promise to uh, reunite families obviously is going yeah. to take time, which we know that. So I'm um, trying to. F- I thought there was a few of his orders here says, for the most part, the orders do not immediately reverse Mr. Trump's policies. Wow. That yeah. sounds like opposite of what he was promising right. in his campaign. says, one order did direct the Homeland Security Secretary to promptly cease two programs established last year that put migrants on a fast track to deportation. So this is... Um, Trump was like basically picking them up and fast tracking right. them, yeah. and he put a, a cancel on right, that. Right, because remember Texas was suing yeah. um, uh, Biden because uh, Biden had put uh, that executive order puts a moratorium on deportations. Yes, and so Texas was like, um, "We're the ones stuck with this," and right. they were suing Biden. Yep, and they're still suing Biden for still, other issues. Yes. Says, Mr. Biden also ordered the State Department to consider suspending accords that allow the U.S. to rapidly deport migrants at the southwest border to Central America to seek protection. This is, I can't remember what it's called, MPP, Migrant Protection Program. They they suspended this. They had deals with El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras to, um, to... displace people from the border down more safely down to those countries, supposedly more safely. Yeah. Um, it's called the Migrant Protection Program. And he suspended, or in the, at least on here, he's considering suspending that. And 
I'm pretty sure he's suspended that MPP program. So yeah. now they're not immediately getting deported to these other safer areas. They're just sitting at the border waiting yeah. and being stuck or what whatever's going on right now. They, yeah. <laughs> some of these, I, I don't care what you say about Trump's policies, whether it was racist intent, whether or not. I, I, I'm not here to discuss Trump's policies, but yeah. one of them, if it is moving people away from that fence line, supposedly to be safer, why why just immediately undo that? Yeah. And when right. when we obviously don't have the resources to get people in right. the door right away. So yeah. what what do you do with them? Because we yeah. don't have the resources to house them. Right. We don't have the resources to it's because process them. For Biden, it was all optics. Right. Yeah, right. We we have to make it look like we're making a, a conscious effort without realizing the logistics of it. I mean it it's that classic, you know, trying to put on an image, trying to be the, the liberal leader. You know, the humanitarian, the social justice warrior, yeah. without realizing the logistics of what it's going to take to to do it. And that seems like that it was the whole mentality of it. Because even Jen Psaki, who we love, yes. um, Circleback Psaki. Um, I like that. She says in this article, it says, part of our effort is to assess the damage that that's been done by the policies that were put in place by the prior administration. We want to act swiftly, we want to act promptly, but we also need to make sure we're doing that through a strategic policy process. So it almost seems like they're spending more time pointing the finger at Trump's policies right. than they were to actually, we got a, we got a problem here, yeah. we need to address this quickly. Yeah, and, and why wasn't Biden coming up with a plan during his campaign? No, all he was doing was talking. Yeah. And, and nobody asked him, like, oh, uh, candidate Biden, what is your plan for the border? And we <laughs> brought that up with everything of yeah. this it's just like where's what's, what's the plan, plan? what's, what's his the fucking plan, plan? Yeah. all he's doing is saying yeah trump bad trump yep. bad yep. vote me trump yep. bad his policy's bad yep. i have better policies yeah nobody stepped up and said what, what? are they yeah right and then yeah. now we get to april three months after his inauguration yeah. and which it's almost exactly three months because it's the 19th and we have this issue that's not really being addressed yeah. because he didn't have a fucking plan yeah so right. So here we are with a crisis, a yeah. border crisis. Yeah. Because whatever whatever your political views are on immigration, whether you think they should come through or be legalized or they should be sent home and we don't need them here, whatever whatever side of this you sit on or somewhere in the middle. Yeah. When you get something so saturated and overcrowded and beyond just so far beyond the resources that we have down there, Regardless of what your politics are, it's going to turn into a massive crisis. Right. It's going to erupt. It's going to implode on us. Yeah. And we're going to have a big fucking problem right. if we don't already. Yeah. I mean, do you want to be known as the, the president who, you know, regulated the border and overhauled the immigration system? Or do you want to be the guy to know that's known as getting a massive shitstorm at the border and not knowing what the fuck to do and blaming it on the previous guy. What happens when summer hits? Oh, it's going to be a disaster. And those people just start... Fucking 120-degree... Start just dehydrating and, like, thousands of bodies just at the border. And again, all those fucking kids down there. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. Right. You know? Yeah, Yeah, these kids... Well, the kids are being used as political pawns. And, and, I mean, these videos I've seen of these kids that are being abandoned by their groups, Mm. getting lost in the desert... And I mean, it's like, the, 
<laughs> it is tragic. Yeah, well, there was that one of that boy. You had sent it to me. What was that? That was in Tiao. Just which one? The the bo- uh, the crying boy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And yeah, that, I think that was in, yeah. He had been in the desert for like a week, mm-hmm. and uh, before he was found by by border people, he was just like I I don't know where I am. Yeah, I he's like I don't know where any of my people are. And then I showed you that video uh, today of the kids, uh, um, like at the edge of the river in the water that mm-hmm. they they, they found were just yeah scooping them up out of the yeah, river and they were tiny I mean yeah. what, like four years old yeah they were they were young probably four to six I years mean, old what the hell yeah and regardless these kids are being affected by this regardless yeah. of if it's good for them to come in or bad to yeah. come in um, the the sad tragedy of it is these videos are being played to politicize on either oh, side I know. it's just like well look at these kids um, yeah. blah blah you don't give yeah. a fuck about the kids no. you're just using it to push your political agenda exactly it's like the freaking that we talked about earlier when we were just bullshitting about this the cuban boy back yeah. in uh yeah uh, elian gonzalez yeah in th- um 99 2000 yeah. the end of clinton's term yeah um that just was found floating on a yeah. raft yeah. From Cuba, and it became this big political yeah. ordeal and this fight it was all str- over the place. Yeah, struggle back and forth. The news news people ate it up. Oh yeah, they loved not, it. Not because they felt sorry for this kid, oh, yeah. but because it was good, it was nice stories. Oh yeah, right, right. Or it was a way to supercharge and piss off one side or piss yeah. off the other side. I yeah. mean that that's what this is. These kids are political pawns. Yeah, right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. This whole border crisis is a political pawn. It is. No politician. Gives two shits. Not no. many politician gives two shits about yeah the people actually suffering at the yeah. border. Well, to, they don't even want want it out. I mean, Cruz went down there and was trying to to film these these cages, which I don't think Cruz has good intentions. No, either. I don't either. I, I think mean, that's all again, his bullshit that's political again, agenda yeah, political too. agenda. But I mean, Biden's people are all like, "You can't film here. Sorry, you can't yeah. film here. You yeah. can't film here." It's like you don't want this out in the open. No, they don't. I mean, they absolutely don't because then it portrays it yeah. as a worse situation than that what they were screaming of kids in cages back right. in Trump's administration. That was the whole mantra for three-plus yeah. years was kids in cages. Do you like kids in cages? Right. How could you vote for a man that puts kids in cages? Yeah. Right. And then Cruz goes down there and films kids yeah. in cages, right. the yeah. same cages. Well, and that was the bitch of it is Obama— is the one that started the cages. Yeah, I mean, it's not different. No, I mean, this problem's not. been going on for decades. No. Every no. president yeah. has dealt with... I think Reagan did a massive uh, uh, immigration... Um, uh, what was it? Um, like, he just let, like, I think it was 15 million people he gave amnesty uh-huh. uh, to. Yeah. And, I mean, that was back in the 80s. And he's like, this is it. This is the, the last time we're going to do this. This will fix it. And here we are, was it 30 years time? later. <laughs> yeah, so it definitely was not th- the last time that that happened. Shit, almost 40 years later. So I've got this one that talks about how the children that we were talking about, um, the number of migrant children detained at the border has tripled in just two weeks as of April 15th. So four days ago, in two weeks, the migrant children tripled. It says President Biden directs the the education department to review trump era rules that afforded greater protections to students accused of sexual so what does this have what <laughs> why is the article starting out of that sorry sorry that this article's all over the place i blamed the new york times for this one that doesn't surprise me all right so scrolling down to the actual story it says a surge in migrant children detained at the border is straining shelters here's a picture of those shelters it's like a tent city it looks like there's piles of trash and clothes and just makeshift tents 
all over. This is Trump's. No, this is uh the surge. This is right now. This is oh, the border okay. shelters. Says the the number of unaccompanied migrant children detained along the southern border has tripled in the last two weeks to more than thirty two hundred and fifty filling facilities akin to jails as the Biden administration struggles to find room for them in shelters. So again, you made all these promises. Yeah. You said you're going to get the kids out of cages. More kids swarm to the border. So now you don't have the resources to fulfill your promises. Yet yeah. now they're they're at like 105% capacity is what I've read. 105%. They are crammed in. What happened to social distancing? <laughs> I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Uh, more than 1,360 of the children have been detained beyond the 72 hours permitted by law before a child must be transferred to a shelter. So they are supposed to come to these facilities for 72 hours before being relocated to a shelter. More than 1,000 of them have stayed beyond that 72 hours. Surprise, surprise. Uh, it says the figures... Highlight the growing pressure on President Biden to address the increased number of people trying to cross the border in the belief that he will be more welcoming than his former <laughs> than former President Donald Trump was. So even the Times here, even four days ago, was saying this is caused by the belief that he's going to be more welcoming to per uh, people coming in. Yeah. So even the Times is admitting to this, saying, hey, <laughs> uh, you made these promises and they're they're calling you out on them. Yeah. The children are being held in facilities managed by a custom and border protection agency that were built for adults. The border agency has been the subject of widespread criticism for horrific conditions in its federal detention facilities in which children are exposed to disease, hunger, and overcrowding. Under the law, the federal government is required to move on accompanying children within three days from the border facility to shelters managed by the Department of Health and Human Service where they are held until they are placed with a sponsor. Scrolling down, it says, this one says, the shelters for migrant children are 13 days away from max capacity, according to documents. But what I've read, like I said, some of them are at, like, yeah. beyond, beyond um, yeah. freaking capacity. So I just sent you a, a, a couple pictures of, uh, like, current, like, from what I could see, like, border cages. Uh, okay, I'll pull it up in a second. This says, uh, more than 5,800 unaccompanied children were found at the border in January, and an increase of more than a 1,000 from October of 2020. Jeez. So this is January. This is, okay. I, like I said, it's tripled in two yeah. weeks, but 5,800 children were found back in January. That's crazy. This was the, <laughs> the section I wanted to address that you brought up. It says, the CDC... The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention directed that the shelters return to full capacity last Friday. That seems a little, yeah. I don't know, because the CDC isn't allowing us to go right. back to normal yeah, living. Right. But they're seeing this thing at the border, and they're like, oh, oh no, you're go good. To, yeah. You, you go guys, no social distancing. We don't need that there. No, no. I, I mean, that's not a big deal. Right. So, but another big problem. That I mean, aren't they afraid of the Brazilian strain? Of the coronavirus, <laughs> I, which is supposed to be resistant to the vaccines? I, I, not sure. I'm not sure if, I mean, you'd think that would be coming from that direction, so you'd think that would be a problem. If only I had my bullshit meter right now. <laughs> so an, an issue that came up is, um, like, he did reverse some of Trump's policies, but one of the things he didn't reverse was the not allowing people to come in because of coronavirus. Right. So that's one big reason, because can you imagine that dichotomy he's stuck with? 
It's like, well, we got this border crisis here, but we're still pushing the yeah. fact that <laughs> coronavirus yeah. is a fucking problem. Right. So if we tell them, if we, because Trump's the one that put the coronavirus restrictions on, mm-hmm. even though Trump didn't want this, like, hated science or blah, blah, yeah, blah. Right, right. He put the coronavirus restriction on. Yeah. So that leaves Biden with the decision to make. It's like, yeah. do I fix the border problem? Do I keep pushing this idea yeah. that the pandemic is a problem? Because I can't have it both ways. Right. And that's the issue with a lot of people in government is they want it both ways. Yeah. And then they hit a point where they're like, oh, shit. It's like that yeah. that meme where he's got the two buttons he can <laughs> right, push yeah. and he's sweating. He's yeah. like, uh, allow immigrants to come in or, or um, keep pushing yeah. the pandemic as a crisis. So which crisis? Well, th- maybe that's yeah. why they're not calling the border a crisis. Right. They already got one going. Yeah, we right? can't. Because the pandemic's already a crisis. Yeah. And so that makes us have to scratch our heads and determine yeah. which crisis is worse. Right. So if we don't call this a crisis, yeah. then we only have one button to hit. Exactly. So let me let me try to find those pictures you just sent me um, to pull up. It doesn't help that you send me a billion things I on Wednesday nights. I know. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I was going to actually pl- show some of these pictures oh. here, but... It works out because you have them right here. So here's some of these facilities. If you can see them, I don't think I can zoom in. Yeah, just trying. So you see, like the plastic walls, plastic <laughs> ceilings. Yeah. It, it, you think the oxygen levels and you <laughs> that there is like a greenhouse for diseases. Yeah, no doubt. Hands down, right. that that is like yeah. that's like a petri dish for not even and, just. And look at that 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 puny. What is it? Twenty-two inch monitor in the corner with yeah. Sesame Street on it. Oh, how nice! Uh, <laughs> is that Sesame Street? That almost looks like Littlefoot. <laughs> no, I don't know. We were talking about Littlefoot. What a earlier. bitch that would be if they. No, I'm sorry. You have to watch Land Before Time nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about torture. Yeah. No shit. So here's some the other ones. Oh, these are not going to blow up very well for me. It's stupid. It's all the same thing. They're under those space blankets, though. They don't even get real blankets. I know. They're and well, they're ma- they don't even get real mattresses. They got little, like, the nap like pads a, that we yeah. had when we were kids. Like, they're probably from when we were kids. They probably are, yeah. They're, like, from the right. 80s. It's probably the w- same ones that have, like, uh, you know, what did they give the uh, the blankets with the uh, they gave to the Indians that had the diseases and <laughs> stuff? Smallpox Right? They probably have smallpox oh, mattresses. Well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, look at these facilities. Like, all yeah. plastic dough. I, I love how they put one black line across their eyes. Yeah, like so that. you can't tell who they are. <laughs> but like, again, like... I don't know who that person is. They're from Honduras. Talk, I'm sorry. Talk about lack of fresh air. And how how hot are those going to get in the summertime? Like yeah. I said, the problem is going to get when it's 120 degrees out. Yeah. And kids are being shoved in these plastic tents. Yeah. Like you said, it's a greenhouse for diseases. Yes. So, I mean, to not call this a crisis... Yeah. To be very adamant that this isn't a crisis, you're fucking high. Yeah. I mean, this is a disaster. Yeah. And again, I'm and not... And it's getting worse. And I'm not saying that it's it's Biden's fault, per se. No, but he, again, he, he is allowing it. Right. So even, <laughs> even Mexico is blaming this yeah. all on Trump. Right. Like Mexico, the pe- I mean... Obviously, I'm not ignorant enough to say all these people are Mexicans coming in. No, no. these are coming from Honduras, Honduras and Guatemala, Guatemala across Mexico. Yeah. So I can see so, why they would yeah. be upset about it. It's like, 
when your neighbor's having a party and everybody's cutting through your yard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I just put seeds down. Yeah. It's like, why are you why are you <laughs> coming through my yard? Yeah. <laughs> I've been that um asshole <laughs> um, old man before. Like yeah. I've been out smoking a pipe on my back porch. It doesn't get any more old man than that. No. All I needed no. was a rocking chair to sit on in <laughs> yes. a shotgun. This kid uh, like comes because that corner, the one corner of my yard goes to a, a playground and the other goes out to the front road. This kid just all of a sudden darts across my yard. And I'm just like, dude, get out of my yard. <laughs> <laughs> then I was just like, I'm that dad. That's that's what Mexico is being right now. <laughs> yes. Get off my dad. lawn. So um, the New York Post says the Mexican president, Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador. <laughs> that's a long name. Yes. Blames the migrant crisis on Biden. As he probably rightfully should. Yes. Says Mexican president, I'm not going to read that name again, <laughs> Abrador, blame President Biden for the migrant surge that has erupted into a full-blown border crisis, um, arguing that expectations he set left migrants with the perception that they would be let into the United States. Big surprise, like we're saying. That's why you don't make promises in, on campaign trails. You right. just, shouldn't, just no. don't do it. No. Because then you're going to be held to it. Yes. And he's <laughs> seeing... Yeah. First hand across the board yeah. that he's being held to he his would, promises. He would be better off if he just came out and, and didn't do any of that, held to uh, Trump's policies, and then be like, uh, what about the border? And be like, uh, you know, that was just pillow talk, baby. Uh, yeah, let's just see what happens. <laughs> um, it says, Abrador made the remarks while speaking to reporters Tuesday, the morning after his government met with Biden's envoys for the region, who were visiting to address the record spikes in illegal border crossings. Expectations were created that with the government of President Biden, there would be a better treatment of migrants. And this has caused Central American migrants and also from our country wanting to cross the border, thinking that it's easier to do so, he said at a, his daily morning presser. <clears throat> he said, or it says, Lopez Abrador, a, cent a center-left populist who developed a positive working relationship with former President Trump, added, people don't go to the United States for fun. They go out of necessity. Uh, the, the comments are not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Iowa. You yeah. know, nobody goes there for fun. No, no. I mean, why would you? Uh, the comments are not the first critiques Lopez Abrador has offered of Biden's handling of the border, saying earlier this month, they see Biden as the migrant president, and so many feel they are going to reach the United wow. States. I, I like that, the migrant president. Yes. We need to work together to regulate the flow because this business can't be tackled from one day to the next. Says the Biden administration's undoing of Trump's border policies has prompted a flood of Central American and Mexican illegal migrants at the U.S. border, including thousands of unescorted children, which we talked about. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of children that have no aren't, aren't accompanied yeah. by parents, aren't accompanied by anybody. Central Americans looking for refuge from the Northern Triangle countries, El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala, have taken these policy moves as well as the overwhelming, overwhelmingly more welcoming tone from Democrats as a sign that this president is inviting them to cross the border. And you can say this is a right-wing post, a right-wing article. This is the tabloid, the yeah. New York Post, saying that, oh, they, they're, they're just making all this up to point the blame at Biden. But then— you get this picture here that you sent me of actual migrants at the border. Right. Wearing yeah. shirts blasted that say Biden with the Biden campaign logo. Yeah. Please let us in. Yeah. My first question when I see that is, 
where the fuck did they get these t-shirts? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where did they all get matching yeah. t-shirts with Biden's copywritten logo on it? Somebody yeah. should sue for copyright infringement. <laughs> but it almost makes you wonder if, um, like, certain political mm-hmm. people are are posted are making this for like a photo op. Right. Again, yeah. using them as political pawns. Yeah. Because that's what this looks like, and it could yeah. be on either side. Absolutely, it could be right wingers. I, I was just gonna say that, yeah. It could be, yeah, right wingers trying to make it look like it's all yeah. Trump or, god damn it, uh, Biden's problem. Yeah. Or it could be people on the far left that don't think his policies are yeah. inclusive enough. Yeah. But I don't think it's like the cartels or or traffickers no. that are, hey, everybody wear these t-shirts <laughs> because then he might let you have a better chance of letting you in. Yeah. I mean, what are I, the odds? I, although, uh, to be honest, if I, I would do that just to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, but I just don't think that was their priority no, when they were not. leaving Guatemala or <laughs> yeah. wherever it was. Hey, let's all make sure we're wearing matching t-shirts. <laughs> it's ridiculous to think that yeah. this is real in anything less than a political stunt. A yeah. U.S. A political. It's not a yeah. Mexican no, political stunt. No. Because uh, clearly Mexico doesn't want no, this no. surge yeah. going through their, uh, yeah. their lawn or whatever. Yeah. So I I think it's somebody got down to Tijuana or whatever and said like, "Hey, start wearing these t-shirts." Right. Yeah. For a photo op. Yeah. And everybody's just kneeling and it's just such a perfect cookie cutter picture. Oh, it is. Yeah. Again, it's back to it's that. Sitting there praying on their knees for Biden to let us in. It's back to that fucking they're political pawns. That's there. We don't give yeah. a shit about them. Nope. We just give a shit that our policies are pushed or our poli- yeah. their policies are yeah. like <laughs> smashed or whatever, smashed to pieces, whatever. Yeah. Made look y- bad. Y- you know what I see right there? What's up? A lot of new Democrat voters. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see because um, I know, what was it, Florida, where a lot of the, oh, yeah. the Cubans right. oh, yeah. voted for Trump and yeah. people like, what the hell's going yeah. on? <laughs> well, yeah, and, and remember, uh, we were reading about uh, the coalition. It was Black Lives Matter, and it was uh, some Hispanic rights group and uh, and some other group. They had all come together, and the Hispanic lady was like, "Yeah, I need to I need to go to my Latinx people and tell them that they're being oppressed by America. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to I need to educate them on the the oppression that's happening like, to them." They're like, "What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, I'm fine. The, these people they're here." Pawns or not, because mm-hmm. they're expecting the American dream, right? Right. right. I mean, that we, you and I both know that, you know, it's not real. Mm-hmm. But what these guys are given to are being told is that yes, you come to America, you'll we're abundant. There's jobs, there's health care, there's education. It's a better life for you, and you and and you know what? It is. Mm-hmm. It is right. There's no social mobility in South America. You come to America, you do have a better chance of climbing that ladder. Right. And 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 that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But what they don't know is again, the United States does not move fast. Right. 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 The, especially the government. Especially the government. And, and that and that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, America's great until you get to the government. Mm-hmm. Right? And they, they don't understand that. And everybody wonders why people like us want less government in yes. our lives. Yeah. It's because they're inefficient. It's yeah. not because we hate immigrants. Yeah. It's not because we want people killed by scary assault rifles. No. It's because the government can't pull their heads out of their ass to make anything happen efficiently. Exactly. That isn't all about just stripping you of your rights so they yeah. can make more money and pocket more money. Yeah. That That's all it is. And it goes, b- same thing with the border crisis. It's like, yeah. 
You think the government's going to efficiently solve this problem? Yeah. No, because they can't do a goddamn thing efficiently. Right. right. But unfortunately, these guys don't understand that. They don't right. know that. Yeah. No, they don't. And nobody's going to tell them that. No, no. And um, before I moved on, uh, you briefly had a little bit of background of yeah why some of these people, because like I said, they're not coming from Mexico most. I mean, a lot of them are, but they're coming from... Uh, Honduras, Guatemala, what, El what they call it, the, the, the triangle, triangle, the yeah, northern the North, triangle. Yeah. So this is an article f- from uh, Al Jazeera, and uh, it says uh, this is from Guatemala. It says Lucia and Dino stood by the side of the road, watching the nearby movements of Guatemalan military police in riot gear. She goes, "I guess we are going back to living under a bridge," she said, matter of factly, as she waited for a bus to take her back to Honduras. And Dino is among an estimated 7,500 migrants and asylum seekers, the vast majority Honduran, who set out together in mid-January for Mexico and the United States. Roughly two-thirds have since been sent back to Guatemala. Like so many others in the migrant caravan, Andino and her relatives lost everything when Hurricanes Eta and Iota swept through Central America last November. Honduras was in crisis long before the hurricanes, however, which hit during the coronavirus pandemic and in the context of a still volatile political situation. The crisis in Honduras is a permanent crisis, said Isabella uh, Orellano, a sociologist and former dean of the San Pedro Sula campus of the National Autonomous University of Honduras. That is a mouthful. Mm -hmm. Don't people have short names? Mm -mm. Uh, And does not come in waves. It is a spiraling crisis, she told Al Jazeera. May, uh, more than 4 million Hondurans were affected by ETA and IOTA, UN agency stated in a situation report covering up to January 13th, the eve of migrant caravan groups departing from the bus station in San Pedro Sula, the second largest city in Honduras. Hurricane rains caused rivers to overflow around the country, flooding cities, towns, and farmland. The storms also washed out highways, roads, and bridges and completely out- cut off access to many communities. Hundreds of thousands of people are displaced. 88,000 Hondurans still live in shelters, and thousands are living in encampments under bridges and alongside roads in northwestern Honduras. Although the government says people are not alone, the truth is that the population has been alone. It was largely people helping other people. Many people have been living under bridges because streets and homes in neighborhoods of La Lima and El Progreso San Pedro, Sula, and other uh, areas in northwestern Honduras are still full of mud left behind after floodwaters receded. The mud is still there, and it cannot just be removed with the shovel. Heavy equipment is is needed. This is the case for Andino and many other relatives. The Kamaikalan River overflowed, completely flooding their homes in La Lima, a city more than 75,000, just 12 miles southeast of San Pedro. At the time, Andrino, 34, had moved in with her youngest sister to help her raise three children. After her, okay, we don't need that story. Um, They made it 27 miles into Guatemala before the military and police forces blocked their advance and sent them back to Honduras. There is very little water or food. Um, It says on January 18th, when the government's negotiation attempts failed, hundreds of soldiers and police forcefully cleared people off the highway. Guatemala requires proof of a neg- recent negative COVID-19 test uh, to be allowed into the country. Uh, militarized checkpoints remain throughout the country, but the c- concentration of security forces has shifted to the bordering Honduras to areas bordering Mexico, where smaller groups of migrants and asylum seekers have been arriving. Some have evaded military and police patrols and made it into Mexico. Others have not. Guatemala has gradually sent more than 4,800 Hondurans back as of Sunday night, according to Guatemalan immigration officials. 
It also has returned more than 100 Salvadorians. That seems really pitiful. Yeah. And a handful of Nicaraguans to their respective countries. Many in the caravan are hopeful that U.S. President Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th would drastically change their situation en route to the U.S. border. So that, there it is again. Yes. Like, what, say what you want Promises. about it. It's all Trump's doing. This is just a, a freaking, like, increase of things left behind by Trump. Yeah. It was his promises that led to them fleeing this way. Exactly. And no blame to them. I mean, no. their country is shit. Which, I'm sorry, I don't want to sound like Don Donald Trump, but right now their country is a shithole. Yeah. There's no water. There's no Well, and they said, um, they said there is. I mean, their city has been flooded with mud. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the floods, the water receded, but the, it, there's mud, and they don't have the equipment yeah. to clean it up and rebuild. Right. Right? So... I mean, where do we sit on a, a situation like this? Because, I mean, I'm not one that's like, oh, send them all back to the country because yeah. I, I'm a human. I I, well, I have pity for people like this, and I feel bad for absolutely. the kids that are being like sent without their parents or don't have parents, the, yeah. the people that have lost their homes and stuff. Yeah. But so what? Well, and, and here's the other problem. It says Biden discussed immigration issues in a call on Friday with Mexican president. Uh, we'll call him AMLO. Uh which includes $4 billion for Northern Central America that he said aims to address the root cause of migration. However... How much is $4 billion going to do for entire cities uh, that got However, <laughs> the Honduran government is known to be very corrupt. Yes, and I'm going to talk about that more because in the second half, I want to address the whole where in the world is Kamala Harris in all right. of this because... Yeah. Um, one side saying, well, she's supposed to be like the border crisis czar, so why isn't she at the border? And yeah. the other side saying, well, that's not her job at all. She's yeah. supposed to be addressing the root cause right. by addressing these countries. But when the countries are corrupt, right, right. what yeah. do you do? Yeah. And yeah. again, we're they're like, yeah, we'll take, give us our, the four billion. We'll, we'll fix things. Right. We'll fix it real good. And we're going to talk about, like I said, we'll talk about that more in the second half. But there are underlying issues that obviously lead to the migrants flocking yeah. this way. And it's not just Biden saying, hey, come to our country. Yeah. They desperately need some yeah. place to survive. Right. So, I mean, what's your, where do we stand on that? Like, do we just let them in as refugees? Because I have no issue with refugees like no. fleeing. No. But when, like, I do honestly think there is, there has to be some kind of accountability there because there are, it, I mean, it's a fact that drug cartels run yeah. across the border yeah. or human trafficking runs across the border. And if you don't think by any stretch there's human trafficking going on at the border and you think that's all a conspiracy theory, you're fucking crazy because yeah. there's human trafficking everywhere. Right. Why wouldn't it be at the border? Well, especially when you have thousands of or hundreds of of children that yeah. are just roaming around aimlessly yeah. with no idea what's going on. I mean, it, it is cherry picking for, you know, human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll get to the human trafficking side of it, too, in the second half. But there's just so much there. And yes, I feel bad, but there I mean, it's got to be done in a logical way. Right. Like we can't just let everybody just smash through the fence yeah. or the wall or what whatever you have. Yeah. Because, I mean, no other country in the world allows that. Right. Yeah. And nobody's calling them xenophobic or racist. Right. I mean, how many countries in Europe closed their doors to refugees from, like, Syria because it, right. they just couldn't sustain it? Yeah. 
Like yeah. if you can't sustain it, then well, it's only going to turn your country. I want to know is is where where is the UN in all this, right? I mean, isn't that their job? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Aren't they supposed to be the world's police? Yeah. Yeah. As much as we hate you them, know? isn't that what they're getting funding to yeah. do? Yeah. That that's a good question. Another issue that I mean I wanted to address was the whole hurricanes and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people are calling this a climate change crisis. Right. All this is stemming yeah. from climate change, and that's that. why they're leaving. Yeah. I had read that even though the White House is, was calling this a climate change crisis, those were the countries, those three countries, did not get invited to some of Biden's like climate um, oh, really? um, meetings or whatever, his like yeah uh addresses on climate change that you would think those three countries if they're that affected by climate change you'd be yeah. inviting them to these climate briefings and and yeah. things so i i i think america just needs to go down and make them states <laughs> make <laughs> take out the government yeah. make them states you know yeah you're <laughs> you're all about colonization <laughs> but bring back uh the colonialism yes, of yeah, the united absolutely. states absolutely absolutely <laughs> all right you heard it from him <laughs> Colonize the world. Yes. Make them all part of the there United States. It's the only way to fix things, <laughs> I guess. All right. <laughs> Maybe Great Britain had it right all along. Um, anyway, let's move from there. <laughs> I wanted to briefly talk because we're getting close to our break already. Already? Already, yes. Dang. We're getting close. Um, I wanted to talk about some of the big bad Trump policies that Biden was supposed to be undoing. The things that were being screamed about for four years, such as the wall, building the wall, being right. such a xenophobic, racist, it's people hugely racist, huge. People, people don't build walls. Yeah, like the I think the Pope came out and said when there's like the biggest wall is around Vatican City. Um, yeah, all the <laughs> DC people um, screamed it before constructing a yeah. fence around yeah. the Capitol building. Yeah. So I had from Snopes because. I think we mentioned that Biden is planning to resume some construction on the wall right. to, to fit, plug holes or whatever, which kind of goes against his uh, whole uh, promise of not building another foot of the wall, was what he had said. My mouse just died. What the fuck? So this one is from Snopes. We love Snopes. Do you like Snopes? Yeah, they're all right. I mean, they're they're <laughs> worth their salt, right? We we trust them. It says, is Biden's administration restarting the border wall construction? Hmm, let's see what Snopes has to say. So it says, the claim, they always do like their claim, and then their rating on whether or not true. it's true. So it says, the claim, pull this up for you to see. After U.S. President Joe Biden issued an executive order halting construction on the Mexico-U.S. border wall, on January 20th, 2021, his administration considered reversing that policy stance and extending the concrete and steel wall beyond its current limits. And if you remember, he specifically said, I'm not going to build, fund another foot of that wall. He didn't say, I'm not, gonna con I'm not going to expand it. He said, right. not another foot. You think that would mean not plugging holes? Because yeah. that involves feet of wall. The rating they gave that that state that claim is a mixture, because they're never going to come out and say something's right. true if if it goes against the side the right. agenda that they want to push. What's true is that 
President Joe Biden, who promised during his campaign not to build another foot of the wall, signed an executive order pausing funding for the border wall. Then in early April 2021, Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, said previously approved congressional action set aside funding for some components of the wall. So we're not adding feet to the wall. We're adding components to the wall and limited construction. Like what? That was either in process to set to happen in the future. It says, however, what's false is that Biden's administration has not reversed his opposition to the border wall, which had been a hallmark of. (laughs) So what's false is, no, he hasn't reversed. That's 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 their proof. That's all they say. He hasn't reversed it. Okay. what's true is that we might be expanding some components of the wall. What's false is, no, no, he hasn't. That's not proof of anything. Yeah, right. That's not fact-checking. That's just saying, wrong, wrong, as Donald Trump likes to say, wrong. (laughs) What's undetermined and unclear, it's unclear which congressional actions specifically allocated the above-mentioned funding and whether the limited construction includes extending the barrier or simply making updates to the existing structure. Why would you need to make updates to a year-old wall? Right, yeah. Like one, one thing said... One article I read talked about, no, he's just talking about renovating the existing one. It's like, why are we renovating yeah. a two-year-old wall? That doesn't make sense. Either way, you're you're adding feet to the wall that you very adamantly said, I am not going to yeah. do that. So uh, that that's interesting that Snopes once again took the side saying <laughs> of, um, no, it's just wrong. <laughs> nah, it's wrong. So... Um, Interesting is this article. I'm not going to read it because we're running out of time. But if if Biden's not planning to pursue building more wall, why then um, did Biden's administration win a lawsuit to seize Texas families' land in that area, like yeah, by eminent right. domain? If he's not planning to keep continue to build, why is he still seizing land or allowing right. the seizure of land? For for future administrations that may want to that build may want to continue to, <laughs> but he's not going to. But the next guy might want to. So th- this this family fought the Bush and Obama administration from um, like purchasing their land to build fencing, which, right. contrary to popular belief, Trump isn't the first one to build any kind of barrier. No. Like he built. A few miles. Right, yeah. And then he, well, like, reinforced existing and, fences. And that's the thing, is that there had been a bill uh, to build the wall years ago. Yeah, there was, I, I think, Clinton pushed, like, some yeah. fence. Or maybe it was Obama that pushed, like, such and such yeah. fence law. I, I think it was Clinton. And, and then it was extended by all the administrations right. since. Yeah, every and administration has built fencing yeah. or walls right. or, or uh, barriers. Yeah, uh, a little bit at a time. Yeah. So it says, just when this family thought they'd won, it was President Biden, not Trump, who would end up defeating the family in their year-long years-long battle fight for the ranch. So after Biden, who's not going to build any more wall, took office, that's when they lost their section of their ranch to eminent domain, which if yeah. he's not going to build wall, why do we need eminent domain yeah. <laughs> imposed here? What are they What are they planning then if it's not to build the wall? So that's all I really had to say about that. I do just y- thought it was really interesting. So and maybe we're going to get to this at some point. Do you feel like Biden is 
Do you feel like he's playing chess with this? <laughs> Does or Biden know how to play chess? <laughs> okay, whoever is controlling Biden's <laughs> strings okay. is playing chess with this and trying to create a crisis that is so incredibly unavoidable, yeah. right, that people are going to have to be like, please give them give them citizenship. Yeah. Let them in. Please let open the gates, let them in. And and that way, you know, people are not dying at the border. Yeah. Right? I mean, we see it. Because that's what I thought Obama was trying to do. You think so? Yeah. I thought Obama had set it up to the point where people were, you know, I mean, there were, you had these kids at the border. And, and I thought it, it was going to get to the point where people were, it, it would just get so bad that people were like, please just just place them in the country just, just to th- make this go away. Right. And I, I feel like Biden is continuing that policy. I mean— What's going to be the alternative? Like I said, come summertime, oh, when yeah. there's right. well, you had sent me something saying that there's estimate of a, a million, a million yes. people yeah. at the border by yeah. within the next months or so. Yeah, you get Let's millions see. here. Summer's coming up quick. It's yeah. April now. You got what two two months left until yeah. summer hits really hot. July August time frame. Yeah, two three months. What happens when they start like dying by the thousands? Yeah. Your option is be the asshole and say, go home, or just swing open the floodgates and let him come in. Okay, so, yeah, top U.S. border official said on Tuesday he expects more than a million migrants will arrive at the U.S. border this year, mm-hmm. a sign of a growing humanitarian challenge for President Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> if the fe- figure reaches one million, it could mirror a similar increase in border crossings in 2019 during... Donald Trump's, which was nearly 978 migrants, were taken into custody. So, we've been at these numbers before. Um, I mean, it, this is the top it's been in 15-plus years, they That's said. That's what I but thought, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's going to get ugly before it gets better. And there's really, I mean, do you think they're going to have their asylum and housing situation figured out before the sweltering hot no July no. August months? No, we both know better than that. No, there, there. Like I said, two options. You say, "Fuck off, go home." Yeah, and then you get accused well, of doing what Trump did. Yeah, or you say, "All right, just come on in, and we'll, ho- we'll hopefully process you over well, time." But then uh, again, you had to know where are they going to put him. Like he's already at. We know the governor of Iowa has already said, "No, we're not taking him here." Yeah, and that's sad too when states do that. I get. Well, again, it's it. Whatever your political <laughs> opinion is, right? They're people. people. There, there are people. There yeah. are people there, and they're not all rapists and murderers. Yeah. No, there are actual like human beings right. and children right. that <laughs> have nowhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to die. It's going to happen. They're just going to die. That's yeah. the the only option. Right. So you either send them packing or you yeah. let them in. Because they're either going to, well, I mean, at, like Andrino was saying, for Honduras, mm-hmm. you know, they're either going to die in Honduras or they're going to die waiting at the border to right. get in. And right? I, I wanna, it wouldn't surprise me if um, politicians made this into a bigger thing just to allow yeah. the borders to come down. You know, if, right. I mean, they... <laughs> Certain the far left groups have been calling for no borders forever. Right. Absolutely. So if you make it so it's a necessity well, for human and, life, and that's the thing. I mean, we know. I don't want to bring up the the boogeyman's name because that, that's not where I'm going with this. But I mean, you know, Soros is part of an open borders organization. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, wouldn't this? 
I mean, what's the sacrifice of a couple thousand people if you do away with borders across yeah, right. all of America? Yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't doubt if it's a political game. And then who who wants to be that asshole to be like, no, fucking let him die at the fence. Right. Who wants no, to be that? No, no one will. No and one will. Especially Biden's not going to be. Like no. you said, he's just trying to be everybody's best friend. So right. he's not going to allow that. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't want to allow that. It's just the, this is a crisis. Yeah. Call it what you want. This yeah. is a crisis because when there is no other alternative besides either fuck it, tear it down, or let them all die, that's a mm. crisis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't spin that any other way. Yeah. And, and it is, it is, it's at Biden's feet. Yeah. It is solely at Biden's feet. Yeah. Because he is the only one that can make that determination. Yeah. And or legislative and, and, I mean, or whoever. You know, and and I could see maybe the government will get to the place where like, look, um. We'll give you we'll give you a, a couple billion dollars if you take these people in, mm-hmm. right? And then some states are going to be like, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's going to come down to that. It's kind of like so. the whole stimulus package. Yeah. We're just going to have to fork out more money to get them to to let these yeah. people in. Um, so again, we talked about the Trump big bad boogeyman policies, the border wall, which it doesn't seem like he's intending right. to stop no. completely, like he promised. Kids in cages was the other big uh, boogeyman thing. Oh, tr- Trump's putting all these kids in cages. He's ripping them from the parents' arms, which, uh, again, I'm not going to go into Trump's policies because no. that's not even important now. Yeah. But based on pictures like this, kids are still in cages. Yeah. More kids are in cages. Yeah. Worse cages, worse environment, right. more kids. Nothing's changing. Yeah. Yet, again, for some reason, the government is adamant on not calling this a crisis right biden came out earlier this week again or earlier this week after his what what the article that i read said was his first round of golf since taking president you know they had to throw that out there because they always said trump was always Always playing playing golf golf, so it's been four months and he's he's played his first round of golf so he's he's a much better president because he only played one round of golf in four months but he said when he was coming out of that he's just like so, such and such about the crisis at the border. He right. called it a crisis, and everybody's like, oh, no. He <laughs> called it a crisis. Pelosi calls him right away. Don't say that. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? So the White House has backpedaled on calling it a crisis. Even, um, let me try to find this post about the, the Associated Press, like I said, came out and said, told their reporters, don't call this a crisis. This is not a crisis, Joe. This is not a crisis because you, this is making things look you bad. You have everything under control, Joe. This is not a crisis. Yes. I'm trying to... I, uh, I mean, I guess if you game plan it out... It okay, go ahead. Go, no, keep talking. Okay, you game plan it out. What, what's the alternative, right? You put um, you put water stations throughout the desert in Mexico. Um, maybe like send buses to find people and bring them to the border. Yeah. Build some like uh, six-story hotel complex that people can stay in you know with a couple bunk beds you know and and bring in teachers and 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 just do it up i mean drop take the instead of giving that four billion to honduras put it at the border and put make a whole complex yeah for people to stay at i mean again i'm just trying to think it out in here (laughs) right right yeah i mean what's what's what could good old uncle joe do to make himself look like the real good guy here i i don't I don't know. You know <laughs> I don't I mean, know what the options are. To prevent are. these kids from being abandoned in the deserts, yeah. I mean, would you send ta- a task force out to try to gather people up right. and bring them? I mean... I don't know. I don't know what the solution is because this is a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Which, again, this article says that the Associated Press warns staffers not to call the influx at the southern border a crisis in an internal memo. Does that not sound shitty? It's yeah. like, <laughs> don't it's make sure you don't call this what it yeah. is, guys. So... <laughs> It says Biden's White House has also pushed back against media framing the surge of children at the border as a crisis. The Associated Press agrees with President Biden's White House that the situation along the U.S. southern border is not a crisis. And it structured staffers to uh, instructed staffers not to use the dreaded C word, not the C word you're thinking of, but crisis. <laughs> when reported. What's that? Equally dreaded. <laughs> when reporting thousands of unaccompanied children have attempted to en enter the country. Says journalist Julio Ricardo Varela tweeted a series of images from an internal memo that the AP distributed warning staffers not to call the situation a crisis. Says this is indeed a memo from the AP vice president and editor at large for standards, John Danczewski, <laughs> an AP spokesperson said to Fox News. The subject line was from the Standards Center. A note about the current in increase in border entrances and the internal memo detailed why the AP felt the need to use accurate and neutral language in its coverage of the situation. Guys, we need to be use neutral language. We don't want to use inflammatory right. we, language. We don't want negative language. Right. Let's call this a party at the border. <laughs> it says one of the memo's tips revolved around the word crisis, which news gathering services warned reporters not to use. The current events in the news, a sharp increase in the arrival of unaccompanied minors, is a problem for border officials, a political challenge for Biden, and a dire situation for many migrants who make the journey. But it does not fit the classic dictionary definition of a crisis. Isn't dire part of the dictionary look up, crisis? <laughs> look up the definition of crisis, because I want to see what the classic definition of a crisis is. Therefore, we should avoid, or at least be highly cautious, doesn't this sound like Modern day, like kindergarten or school. Like, yes. now we don't say stupid here yeah. and we don't say weird because that implies that people are, and we okay. don't use the word normal because <clears> that implies <throat> people are abnormal. What's the definition? All right. Um, this is from your, your buddies at Wikipedia. Okay. A crisis is any event or period that will lead or may lead to an unstable and dangerous situation affecting an individual, group, or all of society. Stop. <laughs> Read that first sentence again. A the crisis first is an, an event or period that will lead or may lead to an unstable and dangerous situation affecting an individual, group, or all of society. So there's no chance yet... That this falls into that definition that it will lead or that. may yeah. lead to unstable. There's a oh, it's busting at the seams, yes. busting at the fucking yeah. seam, or unsafe. Is that what it said? Uh, yes. We talked yes. about the potential of people or fucking dangerous. dying, Affecting dying this an summer. Individual, a group, or all of society. So, is it going to take them dying and cooking in the hot sun, yes. sun this summer for them to come out and say this is a, now, this now a crisis? Th now, this may be the part. That does not qualify it as a crisis. Huh. Crisis are negative changes in the human or environmental affairs, especially when they occur abruptly with little or no warning. Well, we have warning, and this isn't exactly abrupt. But even, <laughs> even the White House has come out, or like White House officials have come out and said, this is a lot more than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, we knew it was coming, but they are saying coming out and saying... This is unexpected numbers that we, we were not prepared for. Right. So 
Again, that falls right in the definition of crisis. Yes. Therefore, we should avoid, this says, avoid or at least be highly cautious about referring to the present situation as a crisis on our own. Although we may quote others using that language, that's okay, guys. We can quote others, but don't call it it yourself. If using the word crisis, we need to ask of what and to whom. This is, it's such bullshit. It is. Yeah. Says, the memo then noted that... There could be a humanitarian crisis if the numbers grow so large that officials cannot house the migrants safely or sanitary conditions. I think Aren't we they were there. already housed in unsafe and unsanitary yeah. conditions? Yeah, they're they're freaking housed in the in a in, in a the glad wrap box. box. <laughs> yes, they're in a hot box. There, they have saran wrap on all four walls. Good God, what's it going to take? How many people are going to have to die for them to? Oh, you'll never hear. You'll never hear about it. But for for them to come out and say. This is a problem. They're, they're that that concerned about Biden's optics, which is right. how it was oh, all yeah. during his campaign. Yes. They couldn't yep. say anything or yep. even bring him out to speak publicly because they're so concerned with his goddamn optics. Yeah. But that's the scariest, scarier part, okay? We already know that they're not letting media outlets down there. They're not letting a U.S. senator film down there, right? right? <clears throat> Kids could die. People could die. You'll never hear about it. They will just disappear like they never existed. Because they don't want— Because his- there's no record— they don't want his first few months in office to look like no. a, a fucking mess that it is. But, but that's the scarier part of it. They're going to cover this shit up. Yes. And, again, you'll never even hear about it. No. You could lose thousands down there, and you won't know about it. Yeah. Well, because there's no record. Right. Well, fortunately, people are getting—there are leaked images coming out, yeah. so I think it's going to get out at some point. So, I mean, it, will it get to the point where there there's a mass grave in the desert someplace of these kids that— Oh, God. You know, that that's horrifying. Well, it is. It is. But circle back Saki, Saki squashed the characterization of a crisis during a briefing Monday. This is my favorite. She said children presented at our border who are fleeing violence, who are fleeing prosecu- persecution, who are fleeing a terrible situation is not a crisis. We feel it is our responsibility to humanely approach the circumstance and make sure they are put into conditions that are safe. I understand that you feel it's your responsibility to humanely house them and make sure they're safe. That doesn't make it less of a crisis, though, yeah. when it's busting at the seams and you can't Control successfully it. do that. Yeah, you can't put them in a safe environment. No, you can't put that like keep them from disease or or burning up or starving yeah. to death at the border. We are creating a third world country right at yeah. our doorstep. Yeah, we are. Or maybe even worse. I'm getting heated, and it's about time for break. So <laughs> I, I'm getting irritated with that whole like the kindergarten yeah. lingo. Like, yeah, this we can't we can't use charging language, guys, because that might offend yeah. people and make Uncle Joe look like yeah. he's and, worse and, than and, he is. And fuck the fact that that thousands of lives are a danger. Yeah, because you don't want Uncle Joe to look bad. Right. Yeah, we can't refer this as. Um, we gotta we gotta be highly cautious on how we refer to it because a crisis would mean that um, migrants are in unsanitary or unsafe conditions. They are, yeah. dumbass. Right. They are there. Yeah. Have you even been to the freaking border? Right. They probably haven't. No, because they're, they're just not getting to. the talking points Fuck. that Kamala Harris isn't even going to the fucking border. We're gonna talk about that in the second half. Where in the world is Kamala Harris? All like right. Carmen, you remember? Your heating this is getting me heated. I'm sorry. I'm All sorry. Right. We need to take a break. We're gonna go to break. We're gonna take about five minutes or so. Cool off. Get a drink. 
and come back, and we're going to talk a little bit about Kamala Harris and where she is in all this. We're going to talk about maybe the potential of human trafficking and how there's trafficking deniers out there that saying, well, that's not a problem. We don't have to worry about that. We'll get to that in the second half. Um, make sure you, you stick around. Go refresh your drink. Go cool off. If you're heated with us, we want to hear from you. We will have the line open, the Zoom link open, for you guys to comment, come on and give your opinions on all this because it pisses us off. What And again, like I said, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. This kind of language should piss you off. This whole yeah. uh, sugarcoating, this whole situation should piss you off. But we're, we're going to be back and just give us like five minutes or so and we'll be right back. Uh, to continue this conversation, I guess. So see you in just a couple minutes. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. And we're back. Back from that little bit of an extended break. I had to get something to drink to cool yeah. off from. Getting a, getting a little heated here. Yeah. It doesn't help that my Bluetooth on my computer died, so not only did my mouse uh, die, my keyboard died, so... Technical difficulties as well. Yeah. It's a bad combo. Yeah, I mean, we, c we can't just have things go 100% smoothly, because no. what would be the fun in that, I guess? So, we are back. We are talking about the, uh, what we're not afraid to call the border crisis, because yeah. we're not Jen Psaki, we're not... Um, President Biden or the Associated Press who yeah. thinks that it would be damaging to President Biden's um, uh, presidency if we were to actually call this by what it is, uh, a fucking crisis. Yeah. Um, so we're back to talk about that crisis. And one of the big things that always comes up that uh, has for the last week, few weeks come up, especially from the Republican side, is Where's Kamala Harris on all this? Because right. isn't she supposed to be the border crisis czar? Isn't that her, not, her role? Not originally she wasn't. No. No, originally she was like 
yeah. wandering around the United States, like <laughs> handing out stimulus checks. Right. But they they had another lady, but she only agreed to come on for the first hundred days. Really? Yeah. I I was not aware yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh what? gosh, it was one of the articles I I had sent you. <laughs> what did I she, had read what, it? What was she there for? She was she was an expert on like Central America on border crisis crises, <laughs> right? Or, or um, border situations, I guess they're not crises. Yes, yes. border border situations. Um, let's see here. So uh, while you're looking for that, like I said, Republican uh, congressmen and women, and Republican um, like <laughs> opposers to Biden's um, administration, <coughs> yes. have called her out, saying, "Well, what? Why the hell isn't?" Um, isn't Kamala at the border right now? What is she doing? I even saw a reporter ask Jen Psaki, um, Kamala Harris hasn't made a single trip to the border, but while she was in uh, North Carolina or something like that, she stopped for a, a cupcake at a bakery, and yeah. she's just like, what's your fucking question? She stopped for a snack. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and even I thought, I was just like, that's that's just stupid. Why, as a... Self-respecting reporter, why would you even say, yeah. well, if she doesn't have time to go to the border, how would she have time to eat a cupcake? <laughs> it's like, are you, are you fucking serious? Yeah, that's right. that's the media yeah. we have today. Exactly. So, um, did you find it, or are we moving? We're gonna, let's move on. Okay. So, there seems to have been a bit of uh, like confusion on what Kamala Harris's role was, because Biden did come out and name her as yeah. like this person to address the whole... Yeah. Um, immigration issue, but apparently she wasn't there to address the border. She's there to address like the root causes of immigration. Right. She, she's the one that's going to hand the four billion dollar check over to the Honduran government. <laughs> yeah. So this is from NBCNews.com. This one says confusion clouds Harris immigration role. The White House has been forced to clarify multiple times that the vice president is focused on the root cause of migration, not the challenges at the southern border. Typically, typically, when you have a crisis, would you go to the governments that caused the crisis and try to address that first? Or would you address, like, like say... You address the uh, crisis. Here, here's a visual. Here, here, here's a visual. Like... Um, You've got an injury, right? Yeah. You're bleeding profusely all over the place. Do you go and figure out what caused this injury, or do you first try to stop the fucking bleeding? Yeah. Do you stop the stop the person from bleeding out, or do you sit there like, you know, maybe he got shot, or maybe um, he ran into a coffee table right. and yeah. bumped his knee? No, you, you're going to address the bl the gushing blood coming out of the wound first, okay. and then maybe try to figure out Roberta the issue. Roberta Jacobson. That's the is the former ambassador to Mexico, and mm. she was named the border czar. But she came on and said that she would be um, the border czar for only the first hundred days, and so uh, so she stepped down, and now Kamala has been put into that position. But she's not the border czar; she is tasked with focusing on the root cause. Right? Yes. Well, she we, doesn't we care about now. the. Gushing, bleeding, and actually, uh, uh, Barry Moore has been named the new border czar. So Barry we actually Moore. have him to blame. Yes, yes, he, he started two days ago. So this, uh, and this he has never been to the border. Oh, fantastic! Yes. So here's this NBC article. It says, in two and a half weeks since President Joe Biden announced he was tasking VP Kamala Harris with leading diplomatic efforts to stem the flow of migrants at the southern border the White House has found itself having to clarify the shape of her role on a nearly day daily basis. 
And that that's obnoxious too. Yeah. Is the people on the other side that are like, right. Well, why isn't she at the border? Because yeah. she's not supposed to be at the border. Why isn't she? Because she's not supposed to that's be not there. What she does. But the like I said, the fact of the matter is maybe that is where she should be. Yeah. Whether or not that's what she's supposed to be doing, maybe because she should be addressing this do bleeding you think crisis. Joe Biden has been to the border? No, I no. 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 So so nobody who's actually Working on the issue has been to the border. <laughs> right. Says White House Press Secretary Jen, Jen Psaki has fielded frequent questions on whether Harris' role includes addressing the current situation on the southern border, while aides to the vice president have quickly shot down suggestions that Harris is focused on anything other than tackling the root cause of migration in Mexico and the northern triangle countries of Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. Saki says the Northern Triangle, which I'm sure you're aware of, is not the same as the border. Thank you. God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. That's like when, uh, uh, remember when AOC was like, $2,000 is not $1,200. Yeah, right. yeah. That's not the same thing. Yeah. You know, here's her come out and say, in case you weren't aware, the Northern Triangle is not the border. Says the confusion clouding Harris' first big policy assignment underscores the challenge Harris faces as she seeks to define her role inside the Biden White House. She's the fucking vice president. Yeah, she's going to take heat. And yeah. that, that's, I mean, yeah. that's the position. Right. You're going to take yeah. heat. And, and that's okay. That you're, you're, it's you're a politician. You, it's how you handle that. Exactly. Heat. That's right. A, that de defines you. It also raises question as to why the White House did not do more at the outset to clarify or to clearly establish and communicate the shape of her new policy role. Probably because they didn't know at the time. Or why it could be a good chance that nobody even asked. Mm -hmm. Right? He said, oh, well, she's going to she's gonna get to this problem of migration. Everybody just assume the border. Yeah, because that's where the biggest problem is right, right. now. And like you said, it's a crisis. You stop the bleeding first. Mm -hmm. Instead, she's going to try to find the murder weapon. Yes. Since the announcement, aides say Harris has been focused on behind-the-scenes work, reading up on the issues, Aww. and attending meetings with experts. Oh, yeah, She's doing a good job. She's watching some webinars. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> YouTube videos. She has held calls with Guatemalan President Alejandro Guillamaria and Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador <laughs> to discuss migration. AMLO. AMLO. There you go. Uh, to discuss migration and has discussed planning a trip to the region. Discussed planning a trip to the region. So even these places that she's supposed to be addressing, she still hasn't been there either. But no. she's discussing planning. She's not discussing going. Yeah. She's just discussing the right. idea of she, planning she, a trip. She ate a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Something aides say she hopes to do soon. But publicly, her focus has appeared to be elsewhere. On Monday... Harris visited Oakland, California, to highlight the administration's new American Jobs Plan. She made another trip Tuesday to Chicago, where she toured a vaccination site. Again, not uh, crises. No. Crises? No. Not crises. And, and not something that she even needs to show up for. That's yeah. just, a, let's put on a smile right. and make this look like let's a big deal. Let's get some pictures. Yeah, a, a yeah. photo op is what that is. That, there, there's no bleeding there yeah. that I think... It's not like she sped up the vaccination process right. by going down there. No, it was just getting a, putting her face on it. Yeah. She b joined Biden on Wednesday for a speech about the jobs plan, spoke about the administration's step to combat gun violence. I told you we'd get back to guns. Yeah, you're right. Of course we got to get back <laughs> to guns. And attended an economic briefing in the Oval Office on Friday. Why are we laying out her whole schedule? Harris so she's a busy w woman. 
Harris did not hold any public events this past week related to migration and declined to take questions from reporters traveling with her on her trips outside of Washington. So she hasn't done a goddamn thing yeah. about migration in the past yeah. weeks. Which that goes to show that even the crisis at the border, which isn't a crisis, is just fucking lip service. It is. They don't give. A, they no. don't shit. No, they no. don't care. Yeah, these kids. Hey, our people down there are taking care of them. That's mm-hmm. all we got to worry about, right? right? Right. So, if y'all don't, didn't hear in the first half, um, the Zoom link is available to call in and comment. So please if you, do. If you have something to say, please call in and comment. Yeah. We want your opinions on all of this because uh, yeah, because this we can't is... be the only ones pissed off no. about all this. No. They go on to say this is a priority for her, but it, it's also a priority for her to get the jobs plan passed. And no, it's, it's a priority not. for her to talk to people about getting vaccinated. No, it's not. But you don't need to talk to people about getting vaccinated. There are plenty of people out there. Facebook is doing a good yeah, job doing, right. uh, of, of talking it's to everywhere. us. It's everywhere. Yes. Fucking family members are pressuring other family members to get yes. vaccines. It, uh, plenty of people it's are talking everywhere. about it. Sesame Street are getting vaccines. White House <laughs> officials say... You can do many things at once. Well, well, she can't. Apparently, she's not addressing the big bleeding gash, though. When asked in an interview Wednesday about when the public could expect to hear from the vice president on <laughs> migration, Saki said only that she expected people will hear from her soon. There you go. There you have it. We'll hear wow. from her soon. Wow, that, that's, a, that's a big nothing burger right there. She says, I actually think the members of the media deserve to have an understanding of what her exact role is. Um, it said, Saki said, when asked why the White House felt a need to clarify Harris's assignment on numerous occasions. So she's basically saying, because apparently nobody knows, so we got to clear yeah, this up. Right. So here's Harris, who finds it more important to, again, wa- wander around. Yeah. And tackle this whole take some some good pictures. Yeah, holding up a vaccination card like yeah. like the the right. new cool thing is to do your vaccination selfie. Um, that's more important than yeah. tackling the potential of people dying at the border. Right. I mean, well, I guess I guess she has nothing to do with the border, so oh, right, that's right, not right. her problem yeah. anyway. Yeah, right. So another article says Kamala Harris is taking on migration issue, but staying away from the border. So. Maybe this will give a little bit more of a clue of what she's supposed to do. says, from the start, this is from L.A. Times. It says, from the start, administration officials have had trouble explaining what the assignment is about and what it's not. So they but it's don't important. Even, it's very important. <laughs> they don't even know. That's a distinction with big political implications. They've tried to stress that Harris's job is to coordinate diplomacy with Mexico. I think we're on pretty good terms with yeah, Mexico. Yeah, right now. Pretty sure. Yes. In the three countries of Central America's Northern Triangle, and that she's not in charge of the border itself or the influx of migration overwhelming officials there. So, I mean, like I said, all these Republican lawmakers or officials yeah. are coming out saying, where where in the world is uh, Kamala Harris? And they're just saying, yeah. she's where she's supposed to be. She's not supposed to yeah. be there. But again, it's it's odd to me that she would be the one... <laughs> I mean, she yeah. would be tackling this issue of dealing with corrupt governments yeah. to to stem this whole migration crisis. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, I just feel like there's more <laughs> that could be done here. Yeah, right. This says, Biden spoke of money 
He distributed to El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras in 2014 in hopes of reducing... Oh, this is talking about him passing the buck to her because he basically said, well, that's what I had to do as vice president. It's like, it's kind of like the the rite of passage. The the rookie gets to clean the bathrooms. That's exactly what it was. It's like, I I had to deal with this uh, border crisis under Obama, so you got to deal with this. This is hazing. (laughs) Is that White House hazing to deal with Central America? I think that's what it is, yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, says, at least we know that where they stand. It says, Harris and her staff have pleaded for patience. This is not work that will be addressed overnight, uh, her chief spokesperson and senior advisor told reporters aboard Air Force Two on Friday. This There's is a an challenging... Air Force Two? Yeah, it's the vice president's plane. They I each get did their not own know plane. that. You didn't know that? No, wow. they, no one's ever done a movie about Air Force Two. I know. It's just not as... It doesn't sound as cool. No. I mean, I know the, about the, the helicopter... Yeah. Right. What what is that one? That's uh, Marine One. Marine One. Okay. I think so. Okay. Sanders asked by reporters when Harris would travel to the border. She said she had no trips planned into the near term. (laughs) I'll just reiterate the vice president is not doing the border, she said a few (laughs) minutes later. Trying to no Taco Bell. Yeah. Trying again (laughs) to make the (laughs) distinction with her diplomatic duties. Again, they're still we're still not entirely sure what she is doing though. Says, you can see where this is headed politically. Republicans have been eager to saddle Harris with the responsibility for the entire border, including the images of overcrowded rooms with children sleeping on mats in tinfoil blankets, uh, which has potential not only to drag down Biden's popularity, but also to tarnish Harris's future prospects. Yeah. God forbid we, like, tarnish right. her chance at right. possibly running for president uh, failed again. Yeah. Oh, I, I I still haven't heard what she's doing. <laughs> I still haven't heard. <laughs> says, e- even if Harris convinces many people that she is not directly responsible for the border plight, she will still own at least part of it, given her argument that she is trying to solve the root cause of migration and send people from their home co- that send people from their home country. It says, I, I don't think Republicans are going to let people make the distinction distinction. They're going to keep massaging or messaging that she's in charge of the border situation. Again, I'm still well, not when she, what well, she does. I, I've been reading articles about it and meeting with experts, and I did watch a bunch of Cheech and Chong movies, so <laughs> I, I think I got a real good handle on this. <laughs> says says, here, here's how one summed up her new role. High risk, very low reward, but she <laughs> is passionate about it. Yeah, she sounds real passionate about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I... I <laughs> I just don't see anywhere still what the hell she's doing. Nothing. She's not doing anything. I mean, I've I've looked. She Nothing. probably will call the president of Guatemala. Well, says she's already had a call. Oh, this okay. one says too. She's had a call with President Alejandro Giamatti, not Paul Giamatti, but no. Alejandro Giamatti. Distinction right there. In which the two agreed to explore innovative opportunities to create jobs and improve the conditions for all people in Guatemala and the region, including by promoting transparency and combating crime. That's her job. To say bullshit like that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's going to solve this crisis. Yeah. Especially when you get uh, countries that are claimed to be corrupt. Mm-hmm. And again, there, there was money set aside there was like four billion dollars set aside to send to these countries like and that's going to amount to like hundreds of millions per country like for the three countries right what the fuck's that going to do honestly a new plane for the president of guatemala and yeah that's what i was going to say and if they are corrupt 
you think any of that money's going to get to the people? They don't care. No. No. They, they might build some slums for the people to live in, you know, to and and throw some bread and water at them and that's about it. At right? least at least she's getting to the bottom of the crisis though. Oh, yeah. like the root yeah. cause of the crisis. That's Shit, what we just got down to the root cause here about mm-hmm. 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so, when you have a vague responsibility like that, yeah. It's easy whether success or fail. It's well, first of all, it's really going to be hard to measure success. Yeah. So that way they can basically say whatever the hell they want about it. It's just like, well, it failed because of a uh corrupt government or it succeeded because um look at we built what 150 new houses and drinking water right. in this country and yet they're still f- having issues. Well, we right. can't we can't uh, we can't do right. too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you you can't you can't you know, you can't change everything. They got to fix some of their own problems. So we're going to just give them some money to to put towards their infrastructure. Again, it, it like what well they had called it a high risk, low reward um, responsibility. To me, it's just a a very vague thing that yeah, it's unmeasurable anyway. So we and, can say whatever the hell. And she's we want. so passionate about it, but she she has to push the jobs bill and the vaccines mm-hmm. because that you know priorities, right? Right. But but not America first. Not right, America of course, first. not America first. No. So th- that's what Kamala Harris does. That clear up what Kamala Harris is doing to you for you any more than it did for me. Uh, it sounds like uh, she's doing what she was brought on to do and and put on a a diverse face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and for the administration, it, it, she checks off some boxes that he needs. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And for for Biden to come out and say, you know, this was my job as vice president. Yeah. And it so makes you wonder how that. much he fucking got done because <laughs> yeah. we still have this crisis. Right? Yeah. It's so. like the war on drugs that's been going right. on for 50 years. It how much has that actually like done? You, you dropped the ball, Joe. <laughs> well, he said he he claimed all the uh, a few things there. He said he's like I said, he spoke of the money he distributed to El Salvador, Guatemala, yeah. and Honduras in 2014 in hopes of raising poverty, corruption, and lawlessness yeah. in hopes of oh, reducing. Holy shit. I was like, right, raising? <laughs> corruption? Reduce, in hopes of reducing poverty, corruption, and lawlessness. Yeah, well, it doesn't sound like it did any of that. Again, how do you measure that from right. another country's perspective? Right. right. You can't, and clearly it's not working if there's more people fleeing from there than yeah. 2014. Right. So you did nothing, Joe. And I mean, you granted, gave her the they, same they, no- had the, they had the hurricanes. But still, right? If you they have the money to put into it, then you know, I mean, this is Joe's big chance to to create these these all green countries, right? Mm-hmm. It says the fact that he was sending Harris on the same mission seven years later suggests the futility of solving those issues from the White House, <laughs> which has limited control over the behavior of governments and people in other countries. Basically, so why yes. the hell are we spending Still any resources, right. spending our vice president's time yeah. on this futile yeah. freaking <laughs> uh, responsibility? Yeah, there's. I, I, little I, to nothing you can do. And I can see Joe Biden sitting in the meeting and be like, oh, my gosh, you know what would be hilarious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if we put Kamala in charge of Central America? <laughs> do you, do you, know, you want to know, know what Barry did to me <laughs> on my first day in office? He put me in charge of responsibility of migrants out of Central America. It was a useless job. Yeah. I, there was no way to control that. But I, it was like... 
if you're in the military, you're listening to this, you know the weird shit that people of higher ranks told you to do when you got to unit. Like, go find the Humvee keys. Do you know what's wrong with... I mean, you might not know this. I Humvees don't, know. don't have keys. Okay. So you you send them off on this mission to go find the Humvee keys. Nice. It's, it's like a pointless nice. mission that you tell the newbies to go yeah. do to make them look like fucking idiots. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. He's doing yeah, that's exactly what this is. Oh, my gosh. This is... This is just, I mean, it's just all a joke. It is a joke. Uh, but that's this fucking administration. I mean, again, it, it's it's lip service. It's mm-hmm. it's optics, right? Yeah. It, it's like, oh, well, yeah, we, we're going to tear down that damn wall that Donald Trump built because we're not racist here. Mm-hmm. We want people to come here, right? But we're going to fill in the holes in the wall or renovate the wall. Right, yeah. But we're going to tear it down the wall. Yeah, yeah. And, and meanwhile, you have millions of people coming to the border wall to get in. And uh, and they're not equipped to deal with it. They're not because the, and the, it's because they made all these promises yeah. that they can't keep. Yeah, and they're all this lip service for the last year or so of campaigning. Yeah, that you can't fulfill. Yeah, and that's all his freaking campaign promises yeah. have been. It's yeah. like, well, I'm gonna get you. Uh, I'm gonna put impose masks yeah. nationwide. Yep. No, you're not because you can't do that. Right. I'm going to impose freaking. Minimum wage up to yeah. fifteen. No, no you're you not. can't do that. Yeah. I'm gonna fix the border crisis. Yeah. No, you can't do that yeah. because we're not equipped to do that. Yeah. Oh, and we're going all green, zero emissions by 2030. No, because we can't do that. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I haven't heard anything out of that lately. I'm no. sure that's coming down the pike no. too. But but again, it it just shows to you how incompetent he is. Mm-hmm. And and every and the whole thing was vote for me. I'm not Donald Trump. Well, yeah, what's your that's, plan? That's his whole well, campaign. Well, I, I, vote for me and you'll see. But it's not but Donald's plan. I promise you that it's because I'm be not different. racist. Yeah, I'm not a racist. I'm not a white supremacist. But I play one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there we are. And, and, and meanwhile, the whole thing is shit, right? I mean, we call this whole thing a fucking joke because that's what it is. But yeah. what's not a joke? Is the potential yeah. behind all of this shit. Yeah. The potential of increase in human trafficking. Yeah. That's a big thing to me. Because yeah. whether or not you're conspiracy theorist or not, I think we can all agree that human trafficking yeah. happens. Right. And more power to the cartels, more power to China. Mm. Um, you know, again, thousands of lives lost. Thousands. And I have people coming up. First... I there there's people coming out fact checking the fact that Joe Biden's policies aren't promoting human trafficking. It's like when when we have to come out and make a political statement like, oh, that's a lie. It's not. It's just like obviously this is we're I making a say, political I, game out yeah. of this. I'm going to show this video here, which is being blasted around as evidence of human trafficking, um, and let me know what you think. This is a video of. Two small children being dropped by smugglers over the wall, a 15-foot wall over the Mexican border. And then we'll, we'll just talk about what we think is going to happen to these two small children, because this is disturbing to me. All right, um, let me play this. My headphones are being weird. There's no audio to this, so if you're listening, I'm sorry. This is just like night vision goggles watching th- these two little kids being dropped over the border. Just straight drop from 14 feet. Yep, there's one. 
and the kid was holding on. Like, uh, like don't, don't drop me, don't drop me, don't drop me. And there goes the other one, just like that. There goes two girls just thrown over the Mexican border yep. into the United States, and then the smuggler just hops off and he runs away. Off. And then they, the, the girls end up running into the desert, which fortunately there was Border Patrol agents watching this and scooped them up and took them to a hospital. That's to take only care one of. part of the wall that they were fortunately monitoring. Yeah, right. So, I mean, you can say what you want about, oh, this isn't human trafficking, this is smuggling, there's a big difference, blah, 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 and I'm going to get into some of this with this fact-checking shit. But seeing that mm-hmm. and having people argue semantics about it right. pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, Because this here is from statesman.com. It says, fact-checking claims a Biden administration engaging in human trafficking after children are dropped at the border. Which, I, again, there's the over over dramatizing right. saying that he's engaging in this because he is um uh complicit in the human trafficking involved but yeah. still the fact of the matter is things are happening and that right. shouldn't be happening so this katie pavlich i think she's from fox news says the uh, the biden administration is engaging in human trafficking because they are enabling this to happen politifacts ruling says this claim is false Here's why. Fox News contributor Katie Pavlich falsely accused President Joe Biden's administration of abetting human traffickers. He says, speaking of speaking on the five about a video uh, that officials said showed smugglers dropping two young children over a fence, which we just watched at the U.S. border with Mexico. Pavlich said April 1st, unfortunately, those little girls getting dropped over the fence is probably the least horrific thing that happened to them. When they are being smuggled. And the Biden administration is engaging in human trafficking because they are enabling this to happen. And then they are taking these kids and delivering them to unvetted sponsors in the United States. And when that happened under Obama, we found out a lot of those people were actually sex offenders themselves. So the sponsors, the unvetted sponsors Mm -hmm. that she's claiming. I'm not saying this is fact because I haven't fact-checked this myself. But she is saying... A lot of these unvetted sponsors these girls are getting taken to are sex offenders. So they are enabling and they are part of this third leg of human trafficking process from Central America. But experts in immigration and human trafficking said Pavlich's statement is inaccurate. The Biden administration is not engaging or enabling human trafficking. They agreed. And the video of the two young children showed migrant smuggling, not human trafficking. So again, we're arguing semantics here. Right, exactly. Because there's no way you can prove whether or not that this was these girls were trafficked because right. the the guy took off into yeah, the desert. Right. Yes, it was smuggling, but you can't say as this next sentence says, this statement is totally false. Right. Said no. Guadalupe Carrera Cabrera, an associate professor with the Shar School of Policy and Government at George Mason University. She sounds official. Right. Human trafficking is different from migrant smuggling. The biggest problem with her claim about human trafficking is that she's alleging human trafficking when she's talking about migrant smuggling. They're basically saying, these are not one and the same. But you cannot, in your right mind, say human trafficking isn't happening. Right. You can't. No. Because, again, we got these, like, kids that are left with nothing. Yeah. How easy is it for them to get picked up and trafficked? Well, and again, this chick is... She is... A, a professor yes. at a college. Yeah. Okay, so her street smarts is what? <laughs> Probably little none. Right? So how can she dictate 
on what is happening when she's just taking a book definition and, and breaking it up. And that's all this is, because it says the, th- the terms are different and not interchangeable. Yeah. Human trafficking centers on exploitation while smuggling centers on transportation, according to federal authorities. Okay, again, she took that out of a fucking textbook. She did. She did. That's all this is. is so, it's again, it's like, by definition, yeah. this is smuggling. Well, it's not trafficking. They're not the same thing. Well, Webster says that trafficking is, yeah, no, it's bullshit. Under U.S. law and international protocols, human trafficking is defined according to the act, means, and purpose of the crime. But we have no idea what the act means right. and purpose of this crime yeah. were. Yes, you could... By evidence, all we can say is that was smuggling. Yeah. But you can't say, well, there's no no crime here because there's nothing pointing that this was trafficking. Yeah. So I, I would be curious to see, and I'm just just curious, you know, if they did a physical on the girls, you know, are they okay? Was yeah. there any abuse? Yeah. You right. know, maybe talk to some people that have been on that trail and right. be, you know, oh yeah, no, I saw some shit out there. You know, yeah. I mean that kind of instead of just. Taking the book definitions. and I mean, why are they even interviewing this chick? I, I mean, honestly. I don't know, but she goes on. It says, using international definitions oh and the God. Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000, which is what legislation defines trafficking, we have nothing close to that. So it says there's no um, recruiting, transporting, transferring, or harboring people for the purpose of exploitation exploiting them in any form. You don't know that based no. on that video. You can't yeah. say no evidence in any form of this. No. There's nothing. Because no. anybody with half a brain, when you think about the shit that traffickers are, right, is not going to see this as, forgive the term, kids in a candy store. Yeah. I mean, you you have unaccompanied minors all over the place. Right. You're telling me you're not going to be able to go, and, and I mean, that's free money right there. Yeah. You know? Again, it's it's the whole using semantics and book definitions mm. to to downplay a situation yeah. this horrendous yeah. is disgusting to yeah. me. Just to make it look better than it is. Yes, I'm I'm not one to say, oh, Joe Biden is complicit in in sex trafficking, yeah. but I am saying that this situation is going right. to increase sex trafficking at the yeah. border. It yeah. just it will right. because more will. people equals. More of the shitty things that are happening. And it's more just, unaccompanied minors yeah. littered all over the desert right? getting dropped over walls where you're not going to have officials watch. I mean, what would have happened if they th- these girls were not picked up by right. these border officials, They're right? Probably, either A, would have died in the desert or B, been picked up by some shithead. Yeah, exactly. So it said, and like, I wonder who was waiting for them on the other side. Well, yeah, right, exactly. So here's an article from New York Post, our favorite tabloid, that says how Biden's border policies will increase sex trafficking of children to the U.S. And this is going to be the last thing I talk about on this because we are running out of time. Yeah. Apparently, nobody wants to call in because they're, they're, you're, you're too scared to give your opinions. Make sure you're leaving comments. Make sure you're calling in on these things because we want to hear from you. Because we don't know everything. We're just getting, piecing together this whole situation as we go. Like we do every single week. We just piece it together and form our own thoughts, which is what you should be doing. You shouldn't just read one article and be like, well, this is happening. Biden's complicit in sex trafficking. And I mean, put put two and two together. Like, make thoughts on your own. Yeah. But this article says how his policies will increase uh, sex trafficking of children to the U.S., Says a recent image of 
uh, Ecuadorian girls age three and five. So those were the two girls we just three watched. Three and five dropped over a 14-foot wall. Yes. And he was reaching down a ways, but it couldn't have been more than like four or five feet. So they were being dropped at least 10, 10 feet. feet right. Three and five. Being dropped like packages over the southern border wall shocked many Americans. But it didn't shock experts who say that human traffickers are busier than ever under President Biden, who has expedited the flow of migrants over the U.S.-Mexican border. Biden policy, which puts pressure on border agents to release families and unaccompanied minors into the U.S. within 72 hours, incentivizes impoverished Latin Americans to send their kids on the perilous journey up north, which many of them do not survive. What's more... It has encouraged traffickers to pose as the parents of these children to slip into the U.S. So that's the scary part. Yeah. Um, and this guy, this guy actually gets into. It. I'm not going to explain it because this guy was a border control agent in, from '94 until 2019. Michael Gramley okay. said he saw traffickers providing children to unrelated adults so they could more easily gain entrance into the U.S. because it's easier to get in if you're a family yeah, with kid, kids right. than just a single person. Yeah. So they're providing children. Maybe they're not necessarily sex trafficking, but they're trafficking children as right. like to pose as their children so they could get into the United States. He says it was, you don't have a kid? Oh, I'll provide you a kid. And you, you know they're getting a kickback from this oh, too, yeah, which constitutes as trafficking. Exactly. says when adults reach their destination in the U.S., they return the child to the traffickers who send the child back to Guatemala to repeat the cycle. So the kid doesn't Shit. get to stay. That's fucked up. The kid just is trafficked back and travels with another family up here. Yeah. says, and those are the lucky ones. Gramley said many of these children eventually end up being forced to work in the U.S. sex industry, often in prostitution or child pornography. says traffickers probably won't tell a family that a child will be sold into commercial sexual exploitation, but once they leave their home country and become indebted to the traffickers, they are at their mercy. A record of 18,890 unaccompanied minors have crossed the U.S.-Mexican border illegally in March this year. So eight, almost 19,000 unaccompanied minors, compared to 9,380 at the same time in 2019, along with a record-breaking 53,623 family units, which family units could be these kids being pushed up with single people. Gramley attributes the recent explosion to Biden administration's decision to cancel Trump's migrant protection protocols, which we talked about earlier, which forced those seeking asylum to wait in Mexico or sending them to other countries safely Mm -hmm. to wait while their cases are reviewed, not just sit at the border. Says Homeland Security agent Michael Conlin oversees a team that monitors the direct human pipeline from uh, Tenancingo, Mexico, to New York City for the commercial sexual exploitation of women and minors. His office has prosecuted cases of girls as young as 14 who have been forced into prostitution coming from Mexico up in Mm. New York. He said they are held in apartments in Queens against their will and driven from appointment to appointment to have sex with men. Says they have... They see 15 to 20 men in an evening, and all money is handed down to the trafficker. So that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But it's happening. It says, it's no secret human traffickers are opportunists, and if they see a more lucrative opportunity to bring money or bring women and make money, they will take advantage of it. So you can say argue semantics and um, definitions yeah. all you want, but if there's more loopholes, there's more... Um, <laughs> advantages to take 
to get women across the border yeah. to make money or drugs or anything right. at that, yeah. criminals are going to take advantage right. of it. So you can't say, oh, that's smuggling, that's not trafficking. Because if trafficking is happening right. through the smugglers, smugglers and more smuggling is happening, mm -hmm. then more trafficking is happening. Yeah. And it's gross. And that's the part that's not a joke. Like right. the whole Kamala Harris part and yeah. her her side of all this, that's a fucking joke. Yeah. But this is not a joke. This is the reality of it. This, this is, is the, the part that they're not taking serious, the part that they're not thinking about when they're trying to put on the good face. Yep. Yep, and uh, they want to argue that uh, so so few of it is trafficking, but if any of it's trafficking, we should be disgusted by it. Yeah. If girls, young girls are being trafficked into sex prostitution rings and uh, yeah. child pornography, or even kids are just getting like cycled back and forth. Oh, from yeah, because even that's fucked up. I mean, that's that's hundreds of miles. Well, like thousands. Like both articles have said, and I think even Obama came out and said it's like. The odds are they're not going to make it through the desert. Right. Yeah. The, there's a good chance they're going to die. Because yeah. he specifically said, don't send your kids here yeah. because they're probably going to die on yeah. the trip. So making that trip multiple times, yeah. more chance that they're going to die. It's yeah. it's it's ugly. It It's messed up. And for whatever reason, we can't call this a crisis. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know where to go from here. It says um, Trump had... DNA testing on adults and children to make sure that they were related. Hmm. Um, but that was all eliminated under Biden, so they don't have to DNA wow. test to make sure they're related. So wow. wow. You can see where this gets uglier yeah. faster right. by, by the second. And all of it because Trump is a racist yeah. and obviously. Know. Yeah. I mean I mean that's that's all of it. It's Trump's a racist. Uh, big yeah. bad Trump. Let's make this shit go away so yeah. things get better but clearly things aren't getting better no so now what i mean is there any <laughs> is there any fixing this before 120 degree weather this summer yeah. no it's it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse because again they're despite what they say they're not addressing the issues you know they're again they're they're putting on the, the it, they're working the optics of it you know, they're not even going down to the fucking border. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they, they, so they have no real eyes on on the situation. Yeah. So, you know, Kamala can can deal with the, the Northern Triangle all she wants. Yeah. It's not fixing anything. No, and they know that. You no. Know, and, and you can have troops at the Guatemala border, the Ecuadorian border, the Nicaraguan border, the Mexican border, whatever. It's not going to stop them from trying. Right. Right, and then is getting more dangerous, yeah. more and more dangerous, and more people are dying, and yeah. more people are getting stuck in these facilities. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is, because yeah, like you said, really the only option is open the borders up, let them yeah. flow in right. before summer hits. Yeah, Be because it's just it's a volcano about to erupt. The the yeah. pressure, it's like shaking up a, a soda bottle yeah. and hoping that we can put the cork back on. Yeah, I, I mean that's. Really, I mean, Biden needs to, again, take the $4 billion, mm -hmm. build a fucking town on the border, bring them all in, I mean, process them, whatever, you know, hospitals, I mean, again, work with the Mexican uh, government to have, you know, teams go through the desert, try to find these kids, pull them in. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, it's a mess. And, and the only, you know, unfortunately, the government is not equipped to deal with it. They're just not. No. And I'm not against saying our current policies of uh, green cards, uh, obtaining green cards or obtaining U.S. citizenship is efficient in any way. No, I think if. No. Uh, a big problem is that that freaking ten year waiting period or whatever, where people are sitting in limbo for however long. Uh, again, my my sister in law is from Mexico, and she to get citizenship, you know, she had to go back to Mexico, and where her husband went down to live with her, mm-hmm. they had to meet with immigration officials, uh, you know, every every month. They had to throw, I think, uh, legal fees were like twelve thousand dollars, right. You know, I mean, and it took three years yeah. down there. I mean, that's, you know. And that's probably and, quick. And that, that, right. And that was probably quick because she was married to an American. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he coached her. I'm sure their parent or his parents probably helped, you know, expedite things as much as they could. Right. And so that's with health, help. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, your typical immigrant trying to come through is not going to have that kind, especially not that kind of money, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what a solution is here. And again, it's not a political debate for me. It's no, it's humanitarian. Human Humans yeah. are suffering. Right. And we have this third world crisis at the border right yeah. now, and it's not getting better. And, and, and people are playing politics with this shit. Both sides. Yeah. Both sides are playing politics. Like you said, Cruz down there taking videos. He was not doing it for humanitarian reasons. He was doing it to stick one to Biden. Well, he had just got done with his whole freaking... Right. Texas trip to he had already taken a trip to Mexico, right. so he figured might as well take another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's already and has a tarnish on his name because of that fiasco right. with the whole Texas freezing yeah. over and him fleeing the country. Right. Um. So I think and this was like immediately after this. I think this was him trying to get his name back in good right. good graces with the Republicans and yeah. and people say, oh look, I am doing good things. Yeah. And again, it's just putting a good face on. Yeah. And and like. What what did Ted Cruz do down there to help the situation? Did right. he hand out bottled waters to anybody? I honestly don't know. Did he or did he just go argue with people in the facilities no. and get the videos? I, I, I know he he had done that before uh, when Obama was down was in president. So yeah. I remember seeing videos of him handing out waters. Yeah, but you know that's a political balls. stunt oh, too. It. It's all a I fucking know. political stunt. Like you said, both sides are. We're playing, playing politics. politics with people's lives. Yeah, right. which is disgusting and gross. The only way. That they're going to change anything is to take it serious, which they're clearly not when Kamala's running around the country pushing vaccines. And And when they refuse to call this a crisis. Right. Which, can't you, like, point at where they gave Trump shit for downplaying Mm -hmm. the crisis of the pandemic so people wouldn't, like, freak out? And they said he's basically complicit of all these deaths. So what happens when they've downplayed this as a crisis for four or five months come July when thousands of people are dying yeah. on the border? Yeah. Is he then the criminal complicit of these people's yeah. deaths then? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what they screamed about Trump. Right. Because they want to make it look better than it is until it's too late to say right. it's better than yeah. it is. And, and, and again, the problem, you know, I mean, you have troops on the borders of these different countries to try mm-hmm. to push them back. Yeah. But like the lady said in the article, Andino, she's just going to get on a try it again. Yeah. They're just going to jump in another caravan and head back up. Right. I don't know. This is one of the times where I don't have an answer at the end of an episode. No. It's it's, it's, it's a mess. That's the problem with the crisis is 
it will inevitably there's no easy answers. It's going to get worse before it ever and, even gets better. And especially when, like you said, they're not calling it what it is. They're not taking it serious. You know, they're just playing politics with yep. it. It's it's going to end up being a even bigger mess. And uh, it's it's not going to look good for anybody. <laughs> no, this is going to be the great stain on Biden's presidency yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. Hopefully we're wrong on that. Hopefully things just smooth yeah. over, which But where's the outrage? Right? Know, you right. saw all the outrage when when you know, Trump with kids in cages. Yeah. You know, I mean I, I remember shoot, my Facebook page was littered with kids with in people cages. that were pissed because Trump had kids in cages. Right. So this is an even bigger crisis. I said it. Yeah. Bigger problem. We see the problems. Whether it's Trump like overflow of Trump's problem or if it's it, new right. problem. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter. It's a bigger right. problem. It's a bigger problem, but it's not popping up anywhere on my Facebook no, page. No, it's not it's not an outrage. The 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 most you see is where's Kamala Harris? Who yeah. gives a fuck where Kamala is? She's useless. She's yeah. fucking useless. Who cares? Well, where's the outrage for the border? And I, I have I have um Hispanic family. Mm-hmm. Right? I I have Mexican family. And they were pissed at Trump. Yeah. I and mean, they were the ones that were constantly posting the pictures of kids in cages. Right. Where are they now? I, uh, they no. don't. I mean, it's agenda driven. It is. It's all agenda it is. driven, and, and it's it's all what CNN's pushing. Right. The Times is pushing. You know, MSNBC is pushing, and they're not pushing any of that now. Nope. And it, they probably won't until it's way too late. No. We are out of time for this week, though. Um, I'm. I mean, I I wish we had a cleaner bow to put on this, but there's not. Uh, yeah. I mean. Again, I hope it all blows over and it becomes a good thing, but it probably won't. Mm -mm. So we'll see where this goes. Maybe we'll talk about this again this summer when or if it becomes a bigger ordeal. Maybe we'll have to dig back into this. But, um, again, this is a problem. Don't let them tell you it's not a crisis because it is a fucking crisis. Mm -hmm. By definition, they can tell you, well, it doesn't meet the definition of crisis. But it does. It does. absolutely meets the definition of a crisis. So... Talk about this shit because people aren't doing it. Right. People don't care, and they should yeah. care. They're about more this. concerned about AR-15s and yep. and you know BLM and you know whatever else. Yep. We're gonna get out of here. Make sure again you check us out all over social media. Check out our sponsors like uh, Run Your Mouth Coffee because they promote free speech, um, and we like to promote free speech. That's rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you with a promo code. Break the bell, 10% off your order, and free shipping. Um, I feel kind of gross saying all this stuff after all this bad stuff, but we got to <laughs> wrap this up. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I got to give the plugs and do all that fun yeah. stuff. But um, we'll get back here, hopefully have a lighter, happier topic next yeah, week. Yeah, next, uh, next week, uh, you know, it's uh, NFL draft. There you go. Uh, who right gives there. a fuck? Boom. Baseball. Boom. Who cares about football? <laughs> Be back here next Monday for live 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, as always. Or check us out for the weekend wrap-up as we just dig into everything that's happened this week um, on Sunday. Yes. You know what would be hilarious is if we had video clips of us playing volleyball for the show last week. Oh, ne- God. I don't week. want people to see that. <laughs> we will probably be dying because we have volleyball coming up. Our volleyball league is coming up, and we both are not that great nope. at it. Nope. We just do it for the beer. Yeah, basically. And the fun. Yes. The danger. We're going to get out of here, though. Check us out all over social media. Share us around. Get back in here next week. And never stop talking. Peace. Bye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. 
So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.